a lot of fun tonight. It's 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. What up, world? Welcome to the Fives of the Week podcast. It's your boy, Philly. Your boy, Just James. Grandmaster B. In Hollywood. No banner snatch today? He's hiding. <laughs> oh, he's hiding. You're changing it up a little bit. I like it. I like it. I like it. Oh. That's crazy. Episode 23, fellas. How you doing? How you doing? What's going on? Good. Fantastic. All right. Mm-hmm. Just James, man. How was your week, brother? It was cool, man. I'm glad it's over, though. Work week wasn't all that. It was kind of annoying. But uh, we're here, man. We're here. And, we out here. Um, I'm Yeah, I've been working out again still. So I worked out this morning, worked out yesterday, worked out Wednesday. I'm doing it. That's good, brother. I'm glad nice. you're sticking with it, man. Yeah, man. Grandmaster B, how was your week? It went by fast. I felt like we were just here. Yeah. It moved by quick. I'm happy, man. Yeah. It just... uh. It's fucking Monday. Is it just yeah. me or is the Hollywood? The older we get, the faster time keeps going. Yeah, it's got to slow down, though. That's crazy, man. Yeah. I feel like this year has flown by. Like, yeah. it's crazy fast, man. We got to end the pandemic. Yeah, it's, it's post-pandemic. It's supposed to get better. It's gotten worse. Damn. It's been nuts. I don't know. Yeah, this year, I don't know, dude. It's just, there's some bright spots, obviously, but it's like constant kicks in the dick. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Hollywood, how was your week, man? Not bad. Ups and downs, but... uh. What are you gonna do? Um, on a note, uh, I wasn't near, but I got uh, second airmail that uh, my daughter was the queen of uh, the Hoko. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, congratulations, queen, which, uh, What? You know, uh, she was the queen, and uh, I guess one of the football players that's going to Michigan State. I guess he was the king. Nice. Um, but as we all know, school has changed. A fair bit. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah but uh, congratulations to her, Isabel. Congratulations. Yeah, congrats. congrats. Oh, that's, that's an awesome accomplishment, man. Yeah. Um, with that being said. <laughs> uh... <laughs> that's funny. We can say terrible things to each other because we're so close. Yeah, so with that being said, uh, the basement nightmare continues. Uh, I had uh, I had my drain snake today. It's okay, I'm going to have my drain snake in a few weeks. You're supposed to be fucking snaking somebody else's drain. I know, right? Yeah, it's just not a good feeling. It's not going to be nice when you're putting something in my ass. Oh, man. Yeah, so that nightmare continues, but I hope that don't happen to anybody. But I hear, like, there's constant, constant water mains backing up because oh, yeah. of the rain and everything it's just been a nightmare dude so but again we keep pushing on so in the news world um you guys see the super bowl halftime show it's changing quite a bit this year it I is. Heard my dog dr dre yeah. snoop dog eminem kendrick lamar and mary j blige i'm pretty hype about that man wow. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be crazy. I think it's just something different. You know, I, they usually play it safe with, you know, some old school rock and roll, which is cool. You know what I mean? But it's kind of cool to see something different. I heard uh, Bruno Mars, too, huh? 
He's going to be there too? Yeah, that's what I heard. Oh, the guy I work with saying, Bruno Mars. Okay. And uh, some other guys. I guess it's going to be one of them, hopefully, out of the pandemic type thing and yeah. big celebration. Yeah. I, I really hope so. What do you guys think of that? I mean, this is a, like a West Side LA thing. So all the artists they're bringing in are kind of representing, be like, we had. You know, Motown and all yeah. that kind of stuff, but this yeah. is definitely an LA thing. Yeah, we'd be having the four tops, dog. Right on. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just James, Mary J. Blige, where's she from? I don't even Is she from New York? I don't know. I don't think she was West Coast. She might be. She might be. I thought she was actually, you know what? I thought she was from Philly. Either Philly okay. or. Um, we got Philly right here, damn you. Damn you, Philly's in the house, damn you. Right on. Yeah, Philly's in the house. No, I think she was either from Philly or... Um... No, she's from the Bronx. Oh, she's from the Bronx? We no. got her Detroit guy. Eminem's going to be there. Yeah. 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 He ain't yeah. from L.A. Also, did you guys know M opened up a uh, spaghetti store? Yeah, Mom's yes. Spaghetti. Mom's Spaghetti. I think Mom's that's lit. Chef that's sweet. That's lit. It's a money grab. Yeah, he, was, uh, he was serving it, too. Yeah, yeah, people were getting pictures. That's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah, he was serving and flipping them off. I loved it. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> Typical M fashion. Yes. I like Kendrick, man. Do you? Yeah. He's got some pretty good cool. beats. It's all about the beat, though. Oh, man. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm not really, like, the biggest Kendrick fan. I think he's cool, but... Yeah, no, he's cool. I mean, he's got a different sound. I, I can only listen to so much. He's kind of got a different voice. It kind of gets annoying yeah. a little bit after a while, but he's talented, man. He's doing his thing. JB liking that Mary J. Blige, but I still got um. That's bad too, right there. Yeah, Mary J. was was that shuffle step for sure. The she's shuffle. a good performer though. Like you know, she she puts on a show. Yo, she's pretty for fifty years old, man. Yeah, yeah. Grab her by the hip oh, yeah. and do that shuffle, man. Mm-hmm. She may have had a little bit of plastic surgery done though. You never know. Yeah. But you I think know, it's cool that they're actually using like older dudes too, though. Like people that actually were. Sort of at like the the height of hip hop, but also now they've grown up, so they're they're seasoned. You know? Oh yeah, they're yeah. some of the best of the best. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you talk about hip hop heavyweights. I mean, you got a bunch of them right there. Mm-hmm. That's like that's in our wheelhouse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when we were coming up, like Snoop, Dre, M, that was they were at the pinnacle of their career. So I'm pretty excited about it. It's it's definitely a change from the norm. I was gonna right. say that's definitely a different lineup for a Super Bowl. Yeah, you're getting, I mean, you're getting a lot of big multi performers like that, but they're all big known artists. It could be a pretty good show. You can't underestimate it. Some of these halftime shows lately have been garbage, man. Yeah, I haven't yeah. been uh, I haven't been excited since the uh, J Lo tit slip, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, how about the Janet Jackson? Quiet. Are we bringing her back? <laughs> that, that's what it was. No, Janet that was, Jackson. It was Janet Jackson, that's man. Right. Let's yeah. bring her back <laughs> and Britney Spears. How about that? You know, no, after a while, you see so many, they all look the same. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Jesse James, from what I hear, I heard damn Sea Rebel's going to be there, too, that son of a bitch. <laughs> Happy birthday, Sea Rebel. Daddy Happy birthday, Sea Rebel, you son Ooh, of a bitch. Sea Rebel, that's <laughs> We're going to give him a call to soon here. Don't worry. All right. Hollywood Sea Rebel's uh, biggest fan. I know Dr. Dre is going to be excited because he lost a bunch of money in that divorce, so he's probably going to be making all that back. Oh, know? man, yeah, he got uh, he got cleaned out, bro. Yeah, but you know, Dre, he got that side cush. He got that high, <laughs> yeah, they call that true. the high cush. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he yeah, got that uh, that bag under the mattress, man. That's what I'm saying, man, that money you don't know about, man. You ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> all right, Just James, anything you want to rap about? Yeah, man. I was gonna ask you guys uh, some some opinions and see if I can get some advice from our friend who's kind of going through a bad breakup right now, and she's not she's not dealing well. I was with the guy for almost two years, and um, 
you know, she's just uh, kind of down in the dumps, man. Was spending a lot of time with this dude and still wants him back. He's the one that wants out and, you know, trying to trying to help her out. But uh, I don't know. You guys got any takes on how to get over how to get over a breakup for a female or. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Advice? Hollywood does. He's ready and primed. <laughs> <laughs> here, I'll give you a hug. <laughs> Bring on Hollywood, now. <laughs> Come here, little girl. Hollywood just booked a flight to the Bronx. <laughs> um, you know, uh, shit. Um, I don't know, man. It's 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 crazy today. You just you never know. I mean, all you can do is be there for her, talk to her, even if she says things over and over again. Um, you know. We've all been there. I seen my ex today earlier. I drove right by her and she looked good as hell. And uh, you know, I just I just kept on going. <laughs> but uh yeah, she looked good. I mean, she put some weight on, so I was like, damn you. But you remember the, the, you remember the good old days, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> the effects I had after the, the breakup didn't go in her favor, I guess. <laughs> But uh, no, she still looked pretty and everything like that. And I was gonna text her and I said, Nah, maybe not. I'm just she must be, be a tight, but, like uh, a man's what, what do you, uh, I mean, what do you think about like someone who still wants to be with somebody and um, they don't want to be with you? Though? I mean, like, what, here's uh, here's some good advice because actually, I I just got done telling my son this tonight, and uh, we had a very real conversation about if you're not in a relationship where it's fifty fifty, you better run. Okay, so if somebody's not invested, as invested as you are, it's not going to work and someone's going to get their heart broken in the end. Yeah. So I think, you know, it's better to start that healing process earlier rather than later because all that's leading in the future is just you're prolonging the heartbreak. So I think it's important to um, just surround yourself with people that are uh, of the same mindset. Keep yourself busy. Um Make sure she's, you know, having a good time. You know, good friends are important. Family's important in those times because your mind is a crazy place to be. When you're stuck inside of it, it's the worst prison in the world. You know, uh, do things that make you happy, man. Um, it's, it's, it's a process, though. It really is. And you got to understand that off the rip, that it's going to take a little bit of time. So as long as the sooner you realize that, I think the quicker you'll get to where you want to be. What's your uh what's your take on getting to the like what helped you get to a stage where you actually are willing to let go versus still thinking there's hope? Like and I know it's different for everybody, but what do you think what do you think helps you get to that place? Like how do you how do you get to that place because I th- I don't know if she's ready to let go. You asked me excellent excellent question. Yeah, it's uh I think there's a lot of denial off the rip. So the sooner you have acceptance for what is and what was, that's when the turning point starts. Yeah, I, I agree with that. You have to just accept it for what it is and uh, start that process, man. There's no other, you can't sugarcoat it. You can't. Um, there's always going to be what ifs, but if you do that for the rest of your life, you're just wasting time. Yeah. There's right. really no point because I'm living proof of that. So you have to, you have to continue on, man. It's as shitty as it might be. You're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days. Um, you know, some people, like me, I like to consume myself so I don't have to sit there and think about it. I'm a busy body as it is. Yeah. Um, you know, I stay doing stuff because it helps me. You know what I mean? Like, I feel productive. I'm active. It's mentally, um, 
reassuring that hey like we all have a purpose out here man so don't let no other person take your happiness from you right you know what i'm saying and and no matter how you feel on the inside if that other person doesn't feel the same way man it's not going anywhere nothing's gonna change can't win with them you know and i know it's hard it's easier said than done of course cannot play with them cannot win with them cannot coach with them but but the the facts are the facts man so if someone's ready to move on they're gonna move on yeah, Shoe Hill, Shoe, uh, James Shoe, Shoe Hill over time, um, a girl's worth, you know, I've been used, I've been taken, I've given my innocence. It's It, it happens, you know what I mean? It, it's not to say he wouldn't come back, but like Mike said, you know, um, things like this that it's time consuming. And like I talked to this girl, she had told me, she said, you know what? Everyone's going, you're so cute. You're this and that. Why aren't you with a man? She's like, you know what? I'm just tired of the BS. If you can't give me what I can give you, I don't even want it. And that, that's where it's got to be. It, it, you can't love somebody more than, than, than they don't love you. You love them more than, than she loves you or vice versa. You can't, you can't be with it. You can't, and unless I think it's the same. Not to cut you off, Hollywood, but today it's a lot different dating and relationships. Oh. There's so much more temptation out yeah. there. You got social media. Um, I think it's just, it's harder. And I think people are more content being solo. You know what I mean? Like being single and just not settling just for anything. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's why there's a lot more casual hookups and things like that. Um, I think we all want to be loved and happy and have a nice family. You know, I I think a lot of people aspire for that. But if you're not going to meet somebody halfway, then what's the point of doing that? Yeah. Don't you want to be with someone that is crazy and loves you as much as you love that person? hundred percent. Cause that's, that's when amazing. the passion comes out. Yes, that's when yes. it's exciting. That's when it's, you know, it's real, man. Even when you're retarded and you're stupid, they still love you. <laughs> and that's an amazing thing. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's why I'm struggling. <laughs> when they say you sound like a bunch of jackasses, but at the end of the day, we still love you. That's, that's something special. Yeah, I think when yeah. you when you find that you got to hold on, and <clears throat> you know hindsight's always twenty twenty. You're always gonna second guess. Oh, you know, we all have things. You know, in our past relationships, we've all had breakups at one point in our life. And damn right, <clears throat> damn yeah. You think about all that stuff, but at the end of the day, all the things I said, I think would would definitely help her, bro. Got to be even killed, brother. That's all you can yeah, do. Yeah, well, she'll she'll probably hear this. So and and really appreciate your guys' input. To be honest, what's her name? You can make up a phony name and tell her it. What's her name? I- Tia? I'll just say I'll just say it's Tia. That's Tia. perfect. Tia, we love you, baby. This is Bandersnatch. This is Hollywood Bandersnatch. <laughs> and anytime you want to call me, you call nine one one. I'll be more than glad to talk to you, Tia. That's, that's Hollywood's love line. That's for sure. Yeah, just remember, there, honey. we'll get you a one at Hollywood. <laughs> just don't run into him at the bar. We got the you. Bar. We got you, Tia. No, yeah. He's got a seat for you at the bar. Yeah. Yeah, I wish you the best of luck, man, yeah. for sure. Actually, I got to tell you, James, what Philly just said, she was very mature advice. I mean, coming from a guy who's been, a, I'm a few years older than him, obviously, but. Just a few. Just a few. But I'm telling yeah. you, that was some very good, sound advice. And it sounds yeah. like he said it came from his heart, and that's where he knows where he came from. Mm. And what he just said is spot on. So, Tia, yeah. whatever you heard, take it for good advice because it's worth a million bucks. There you go. Absolutely. Good stuff, man. There you go. Thanks, guys. Good job, guys. She will, too. Yeah. 
Grandmaster B, what you want to rap about, Brax? You know, are you guys, have you guys been into any, have you tried any of this plant-based meat product that's out there? Yeah. Yes, yes, I mean, sir. You know, like Burger King is selling the plant-based Whopper. So Amazing. Now, really? I mean, and I, I've yet to try it. And um, I'm with you, B. I haven't. I'm just struggling. You know, I guess it's just in my head. At what is it made of and all this other stuff. But now, uh, you know, the company, like, I think it's Beyond Meat and Impossible Foods, um, They've had some really strong sales, and I was reading an article today that uh, they're getting into the seafood side of this now. So now they're going to have seafood that's going to have uh, plant-based stuff in it, like uh, uh, chickpeas and lentils and soybeans and you know seaweed extract uh, from mung bean protein and sunflower oil. And this is all going to be part of the new big trend that's coming out now with uh, seafood, plant-based uh, foods. I can deal with the meat, not the, not the seafood. Don't mess with the seafood. I mean, plant-based meats are soaring, but is this uh, is this something you guys would take your chances on? Yeah, it's like vegan. Yeah, it's, I mean. Uh, I haven't ate a Whopper in, <laughs> since Impossible came out. I, I, bought a, I bought a Whopper, bought an Impossible, took, cut them down the middle. Come on. Don't took me. one side. Tasted the other, you really can't taste the difference. Really? I've heard the same thing. I just I have, I haven't done it yet. I'm, I've heard I the haven't same rolled thing the too. dice on it. I just haven't brought myself to try, try it. it. And you see all these things. You got your organic sections, which is mm -hmm. growing when you go out shopping yeah. and things like that. And I just opened up a, um, a new account at work, and it was all it's all fresh, organic, the new style stuff. It's yeah. all very healthy. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just it's that way. But I think it's it's a it's a niche you know, type of customer, you know what I mean? So certain people are going to shop there, not everybody. But right. Yet. But what I'm hearing, like, is so, like some of the sodium content and all that kind of stuff that's mm. in these meatballs is actually higher than the original, you know, if you're using real meat. So sometimes there's a trade-off for what's in. That's what I'm saying, man. Like sugar, like they say, if you're going to have sugar, you're gonna, you, sugar. Might as well have, sugar. you might as well have the real thing as opposed to the fake stuff. Depending. Like, in in yes. moderation, though. Yes, yes. So it's just like anything else. As long as you don't abuse something, I don't think it's going to be that bad for you. Yeah, yeah I was, I was going to touch on that. Like, my friend went uh, vegetarian for a month, I think, and I went out to eat with him one time, and we didn't have the Impossible Burger per se, but we had another burger that was similar, and um, to me it was trash. It was, it was terrible. But one of the things that I looked up is that if you're getting a vegetarian burger, it's not going to be healthy for you at all. It's, wow. it's all the shit that's in it that that make the plants or whatever they're using put to being able to be held together as a fake burger is just as nasty for you as what's in a burger. So, yeah, this eggplant one's really good. I mean, and and it's on the char grill too. Um, yeah, I, I'm, it's just, I'm in. It's on an it. excuse for vegetarians to be able to eat burgers too. It's not like a healthy supplement for a burger. Yeah, I mean, I would still eat a Whopper because I think a Whopper is the best burger out there. As far as, you know, you're looking for a fast food chain, it's the best. But, yeah. uh, you know. Yeah, I like that char grill stuff. Yeah. It does. Whatever they do, I, they, they have the best burger. Because, like, anytime mm -hmm. you go to McDonald's and you get a burger, I just feel like I'm eating, like, some shit you get from Speedway or something. Yeah, you know it, does, like it does not have good taste to it. It's quick. Yeah, right. Yeah, so I was, you know, as I was reading this article, I just thought it was really interesting. It's, you know, that industry, you know, does may not sound like a lot of money, did like $150 million in sales. Um, it's either that or you can eat buffalo. Yeah, buffalo's good for you, but plant-based like is... a pound. Oh, it's expensive. It's yeah. like venison. So it's all what you want. Well, Hollywood, we talked about it, and 
I supplemented beef for turkey. I eat a lot more turkey nowadays just because it's less fat content. Turkey's and you're probably not getting picked on anymore, are you, damn you? No, uh, I'm maintaining this way. <laughs> <laughs> now, that same, now that same lady's like, oh, you look good. Oh, you, you still, you still look good. Rises you look good. good. He yeah. rises well to the occasion in the morning. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I'm getting all emotional from it. <laughs> yeah, but with the seafood though, that's just weird. Like I don't know. I'm I'm weird like that, man. If I'm gonna have seafood, I like it as seafood. I don't want it mixed, yes, slammed yes. in a damn hamburger. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. fish yeah. is already healthy. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say fish is good, but they're trying to control the the fisheries, and because a lot of the shrimp and a lot of the seafood is being raised in man-made mm. ponds, and they're feeding them all these. Superfeeds, you know, like they're trying to grow chickens really That's fast. That's why they yeah. So they're putting pellets and stuff in the water, and it's yeah, not stupid. good. So they're, you know, it's technically some of the, if it's not wild-caught fish, it's yeah. it's pond-raised, and it's not healthy yeah, you for want you. Wild, you want wild-caught. Uh, yeah. so That's what they're doing. So that was kind of my shop talk topic today. Right on. Hollywood, what you got, Braz? Braz. Well, uh, I got the retirement of Manny Pacquiao. Oh, yeah, that's a good topic, man. Uh, yeah, yeah it broke my heart when they came across breaking news that uh, Manny Pacquiao was uh, finally going to put his gloves up and head deep into the presidential race in uh, the Philippines. Um, What a great uh, inspiration. Great person all around, uh, all countries. Here's a kid that came in 1995 and started at 16 years old as a flyweight. He was unhealthy because he, he didn't eat that much. He fought for food for his family. Um, came in, took flyweight by storm. And as he got healthier, he began to becoming an uh, eight-weight class division champion. The first ever in boxing. And um, it was sad to see that the last fight against when he fought Ugas, which I watched, which I still thought that he won the fight. He said the movement in his legs weren't there anymore. Um, they were tightening up on him is when he didn't have the side to side, which he still, I mean, threw four and some punches more than this guy, and he landed some nice shots on him. The effects of the guy's right hand when he hit him kind of moved Pacquiao because he was a bigger guy. So it made it look like it was hurting him, and it really wasn't. But the fact of the matter is he knows as well as, you know, seeing a video of his wife feeding him, spoon-feeding him with his eyes closed, was very sad. Yeah. And uh, that's not Manny Pacquiao. And as much as he loves the fans, and Manny's the type of guy, if I can't give you a good show for you, then I got to step down. And that's what he's doing. So. Kudos to Manny Pacquiao. I love the guy. He spent 26 years of his life in boxing uh, for the people. Um, not a U.S. citizen, but he'll go down as one of the greatest with Muhammad Ali. Um, just a great man, great fighter. He's gave us a lot of great fights. De La Hoya, Thurman, coming back and beating a young guy, a young champion, dropping him you know, to go 12 rounds with this guy. Uh, Mayweather, you know, Cotto, Sugar Shit, the list just keeps going on and on. The fighters that this guy fought was amazing. So it's time for Manny to go home, be with his wife, become the president of the Philippines that he loves so much of his country, and uh, we'll get over him. We're looking for the next new star. Yeah, for sure. 72 total fights, 62 wins, 39 by KO, only yeah. eight losses and two draws. So that's a magnificent career. 
um, you know, five children, um, education, Notre Dame, Notre Dame. of Dariangas. Yeah. Um, University of Makati. Mm-hmm. So he's a very educated man. And, uh, you know, he's already been, spent six years in office. So, hey, man, that's a hell of a life, dude. You know, yeah. man, he's, he's done his thing for a very, very long time. So, yeah, hell amazing. of a career. Yep. Nobody better, man. Josh James, were you a Manny Pacquiao fan? Yeah, I mean, I didn't watch him fight. Like, I didn't watch every single fight, but he's obviously super inspirational for anybody that's small like me because he's, you know, yeah. so he's lightning fast. He's he's shredded. He's always smiling, always in a good mood. Yes. You know, you can't, that energy is just so unique, especially in the boxing world. It's like, he's got, I love that. I used to love watching the standoffs when <laughs> the guy's just staring him down with all this madness. And he just can't, he's laughing, you know? <laughs> Hello, uh, everybody. Hello, everybody. He doesn't mean, yeah, he doesn't, I think I won the fight. You know, he's just fucking always, he's always uh, in a good mood. And, Can you do uh, that again, Manny Pacquiao? Can you say that I again? Think I, I feel like I won the fight. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Manny. <laughs> no, but he's, uh, you know, he's one of those dudes that, like, I would love to hang out with. He just seems like such a positive guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can sing karaoke with you. Oh, oh, that's another thing. Yeah, he can sing. It's yeah. uh yeah, I, I I like Manny a lot as a person. Um, but in the ring he was he was definitely fun to watch. Absolutely. He's a great person, man. Pizza in the Blue Water area. It's 24th Street Pizza. Stop settling for average pizza and switch to the best. It's 24th Street Pizza. Stop in today or visit them online at 24thstreetpizza.com to see everything that their menu has to offer. All right, so as we transition into sports, um, there's just one thing I wanted to bring up. So locally, there was a high school. Um, so the coach got fired this week after the kids basically stopped showing up to practice and basically, you know, quit on them due to a toxic environment. I heard um, about that in the barbershop today. Yeah, it's been across um, town. It's been a pretty uh, polarizing topic locally. Um, I have a family member that has lived it literally um, the last year, so. It's just, uh, it goes deeper as it pertains to coaching, like when it comes to wins and losses. It's not always all about wins and losses. It's about the uh, the life lessons that the game of football and, and most sports come with. Um, adversity, the culture, um, how to handle different things, man. I just think it, it runs so much deeper than wins and losses. So I feel like you can still teach kids a lot of things even when you're down and you're losing. It's Life is a constant fight. So if you give up and you're just constant, constantly hammering people that you, you're not this, you're not shit, you can't, you can't do this, I think that's the wrong message. I think there's always a fight within the fight, and you have to just keep on building on that. So some people have it, some people don't, man. That, that's just the facts. Yeah, that's, uh, I agree. Yeah. You know, did you see how many teams that had to forfeit in the Macomb Daily? It's very sad, and it's getting worse week by week. Yeah, and then numbers are down as it pertains to football participation, too. So I think this has a lot to do with it. And that starts with your uh, athletic director. And sure. what he gets in there, explains to him what he wants, what's the format. Because you know kids today, as well as you coaching as well, what you can do with them and what you can't. There has to be... We can't have this overall change where we're going to start not listening to the coaches. Mm. Why even do it anymore? You know what I mean? Well, there's that too, because I had a conversation today with somebody about, you know, back when I played, I didn't care for 
the coaching either, but the love of the game succeeded that. Right. Wanting the will to play and go out there with my boys and fight night in and night out, that was more important than what else was going on. So um, I think it's uh, those lessons, you know, that goes with it too. So, I mean, don't underestimate the power of a coach, you know, for a community, for a team, for these young Oh, absolutely. I mean, I agree with that. Like, Master B can agree with that. We didn't have a choice back then. Right. It's you either get geared up and play or get the hell out of here. For sure. I can't use you. Today, it's a little bit different. Well, you got to play Johnny over here. Why? You know, it's, 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 it's almost like they're caressing them. Yeah. And then you're not my dad. You don't want, no, we, we never even thought about saying that to our coaches back in the day. Oh, yeah. Start running, boy. I mean, is this the sign of the times, though? This is what I most coaches not, are going to have to con- contend with over, you know, this may not be the first one, or it may be the first one we no, know of, but yeah. could there be other teams that are going through the same struggle and to follow suit? I'm sure. Cause, I mean, yeah. I'm sure it's out there you with know, other they, schools. You know what they say, like, winning cures a lot of boo-boos, right? You know what I mean? So if you're winning, it covers up a lot of the, the BS that's going on. However, you know, when you're losing, everybody wants to hop on you and the spotlight's on you, and they, they want, they're looking for a scapegoat. But at the same time, yeah, I think the, the culture of today's now of the, the kids, it's a little bit different. Okay, so we can't, we can't just ignore that either. So that's a good point, B, um, because the person I talked to today, and I'm being very discreet because there's people involved that I care about, and I just don't want to you know, disrespect yeah. them. So, um, yeah, it's a fine line, man. I think you got to see it from both, uh, both angles, you yeah. know. Um, it's not a perfect world. There's no right, perfect answer. I'm just saying that the importance of that role is significant. And I think people also need to, because this person told me he would play regardless. You know what I mean? Whether the coach was an asshole or not. Oh, it, this coach is a teacher at the school, too, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, so my understanding is he kept his job as a teacher, just as a football coach. He was but what was the, the main reason why everybody just, you know, turned it in i'm understanding the the juniors and the sophomore can play with the junior varsity yeah so that's just kind of weird right isn't that a different level i mean you can't really no see like back in our day it was the way it was structured was different like freshmen were freshmen jv was jv 10th graders and then varsity was 11 and 12 right okay and you can pull up anybody you want yeah you can go back and forth right so now it's it's pretty much the same way but you see a lot more um Potentially, Juniors, they could stack that JV team now. They could, yeah. But went mean, out, but don't give them the playoffs or anything, right? Because yeah, junior matter. varsity yeah. doesn't count for Playoffs? Yeah, yeah, at the end of the day, it's, it's about the varsity. Yeah, what a bummer. What a, It's a sad thing for the seniors, but I did see something on that Philly where, you know, the seniors did this because for future. Yeah, yeah. They wanted to make a point that, you know, um, and like you said, we know somebody that played in that program. Sure. And we kind of knew something was off last year. Yeah. There was some... Definitely discrepancies that were going on, but uh, what a bummer if you were a senior, yeah. you know, oh, God, and even yeah. if you're 0-5, and I don't think they won any football games, so I it was just a pretty crappy situation. Man. Well, it's, yeah. it's unlike uh, like what happened in Compton when they, you know, protested the uh, police brutality and stuff like that, you know, but right. this is like, at least they had a chance to play some games mm-hmm. in their senior year, so, you know, and, and it's that's commendable too, standing up for something you believe in, hey man, you know, I got to give them kudos for that too. Yeah. Absolutely, it, man. There's probably some kids that have chances to go play ball in college there. You know what I'm saying? And you kind of, you're walking that line now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're yeah. kind of jeopardizing your future in a sense. You know, the, um, 
the supernatural ones, the ones that are, you know, just head and shoulders above everybody else will still probably get that opportunity. But the ones that are on the fence, maybe not so much. Right. So it's a big, I agree. big risk, man. Um, I totally agree. I wish everybody the best in that situation, man. It's, it's, uh, uh, the play calling was horrible. I know that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I remember going to the games and it was just like, oh my gosh, it was so predictable. You know, you go to you even like watching some pro games. If they don't have much of an offense, it's so predictable. Yeah. It takes a hell of a coach with a hell of a scheme. You know, yeah. it's, not everyone has the freaking green right slot, albacore three, Y quesadilla, tarantula two, <laughs> Z beryllium phosphate. <laughs> what are you doing there, man? That's uh, Frankenberry oh, three. Yeah, I think it's, uh, it takes a special coach to kind of conform to your team though too you gotta you gotta put them in the best position to succeed yeah absolutely. you know especially at that level um when it's drawing a lot of interest and uh, notoriety i think you got to be able to do that so yeah that that, that was a big thing i want to talk about sports because it's definitely a hot topic no it was that's a big deal and then but there's two back-to-back we talked last week about roseville having a forfeit because ineligible players i mean high school is becoming a big deal now where it's not just like, oh, it's just the kids. Yeah. High school's becoming a big deal where, oh. you know, their programs are getting as good as the college programs. I mean, you've seen some of these new stadiums they yeah. play at. It's, you know, you get a, how many people were at the game yesterday? Oh, it was a bunch. It was a homecoming game. It was freaking Stands it was crazy were packed, there. right? Yeah, I no mean, doubt. You didn't have fans like that when you were in high school. Not not that many, no, right? Maybe it's because of how the team was doing. But. Well, true, but. Well, yeah, you know, when you look at it, you look at it this way, for instance, them powerhouse teams like Stevenson and them guys, they live here. When you're taking teams and you're bringing people over and people are paying their taxes, that's wrong. Yeah. And you got you got some of these kids that live in the inner city and they're taking a back seat to someone that doesn't even really live here. Yeah, that school of choice really that's, was the game changer. Yeah. When you became school of choice and you can live, you know, south of here, but you can drive your kid out here 25 miles and go yeah. to a better school that's bullshit that just me. built the athletic programs up because you know nobody wants to go into a school that's not getting you know good education to these kids or short staff they want to go to the better schools but how does that work if you're if you're a school of choice you're not paying taxes you get you have to pay certain taxes because let's they say don't if, pay none so it's just you know the people that are living in the elite city supposedly are the ones that are getting stuck with the tax bills like but, I get, like say some like a coach is like you know finding places for you know let's say you know kids to live or something like that. That's different. Like, but if say you know so and so has a better opportunity for a better future because they live with the grandparents and mm-hmm. a better life and they're out of a toxic situation, that might be a little different. You know I can I mean? understand that, but what about when you have fifty of them? Well, that like I said, if it's exceeding yes the uh, the realm of okay some um. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's called a game player. That's what it's called. Well, what is that? You know what I mean? That's just wrong. Yeah. Yeah. If you're trying to stack teams like that, that's I want you to come from BS. the city. You come from the soil. Like yeah. we came from the soil. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I, I agree. Got that soil, man. Quiet. <laughs> it just ain't right. It is different, though. Hollywood, your voice serves some patties, but I'm just telling you, but it's nuts. <laughs> it's changed a lot. That's for sure. Any thoughts on that, just James? Yeah, I was just kind of listening in, and I was thinking about like how, like my position on choice of school, just for educational purposes. 
And I've kind of always been for it in a way because I feel bad that kids in cities that don't have a lot of funding and don't have good schools may be smart, but they can't go to good schools just because of where they live. But I guess you guys are right. I mean, if you're talking about flooding an entire school with a bunch of kids that, I mean, if anyone can just go, I don't know, man. It's a, I don't know. Hey, James. Yeah. We can, we can make this short and sweet here. <laughs> How many Detroit people that we have in any other, other, other cities that these pro athletes go to these cities and donate their money and give them? What happens to all that? Well, that's that's another thing I was going to say. Is like, what are they doing with that money that they donated? Thank you that, very that's, much. That's corruption with the powers that be then. Yeah, that's, that's true, too. That's a great point, Hollywood. I mean, there's a lot of money that's coming I, in, but where's it going? I know yeah. Calvin Johnson, Barry Sanders, and Stafford gave a lot of money. They right, did. right. And it no, wasn't out here point. neither. Yep, yeah. that's a good point. Dude. How are you that, doing? That, there's a Iserman. lot of people helping. There's oh. a lot of people helping. Not even just athletes, dude. People help. Uh, schools and and just even cities in need all the time. Yes, where does yes. that money go? Where does it go? Sergey Fedorov, he was from Russia, serving when he was here for the uh, the uh, Detroit because he played for the Red Wings. What happened to all that, Cabrera? Where's all this money? Yeah, but you want to flood the inner cities? Nah, that's wrong to me, man. I I don't buy into it. You yeah. can't do that and go down there and do that. It's 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 you're not wanted there. That's wrong. Right. Yeah, it's a polarizing topic, man. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. I don't know. I don't, I don't, yeah, I'd have to look more into it. All right, Judge James, anything you want to hit on the sports end? Uh, Just, you know, Colby Covington and, and Usman coming up, that second fight in the UFC. I was kind of thinking about that. Um, I don't know what your, your thoughts are. I know you saw the first fight. Um, Dude broke his jaw. <laughs> yeah, right. Usman's the man to beat. Kamaru Usman is the man to beat. And um, I think Colby gave him the hardest fight that he's ever had out of everybody that, that Usman fought. But um, as far as I'm concerned, I think that Usman just upped his striking game so much. I think he's going to be too much for Colby. Yeah, I think so too. I think Usman's the best thing the UFC has going right now. Obviously outside of Bones Jones, but I, I think he's, he's about done. You know, I don't think he's going to be allowed back. Um. Yeah, I think it, it, I'm looking forward to the fight, but I think Usman, like I said, is head and shoulders above everybody else. Mm-hmm. So, I agree. You know, he's only got the two losses, but I think he's going to meet his match with Usman. Hollywood, you, uh, you got any interest in that fight? No. <laughs> Straight up, nah. Short and sweet. <laughs> I ain't down with that. Can't win with him. Can't win with him. All right, so Grandmaster B, anything you want to wrap about about sports this week? Uh, well, we've got Tom Brady going back to New England. Uh, together again, Belichick and Brady, you know, everyone knows they won six Super Bowls from 01 to 2019. And um, what, what brought that on? I thought he was, uh, when did he go back? Um, well, no, the, the game is this weekend. It's this Sunday. It's, a, it's like the marquee game of the weekend because, you know, even though New England sucks right now, Tom Brady's going to make his first visit back to um, Foxborough as a Buccaneer. As a Buccaneer. Oh, oh, okay, okay. He's yeah, still on so, the Yeah, so, um, okay. you know, I, my question on this one is, who's more responsible for the Patriots dynasty? Was it Bill Belichick or Tom Brady? 
Well, don't you we know, know that now? I mean, isn't it isn't it kind of clear, or is it going to have to? be It is, again? but you know, I mean, it's like they're still like okay. So you know, Belichick obviously the coach and Brady. You know, he went over there, but I think you're right. I think it was a Brady thing because Belichick is you know he was considered the mastermind behind everything, but Brady took everything that he had and brought it to a team that wasn't really doing well, and look where he's at. Well, this is this is the thing that I want to weigh in on just because I'm not a guy that watches sports. But I'll tell you this, that, that I picked up on watching football and basketball. One of the things I noticed more about football is that it takes more than one person to make a giant impact right. on a game versus Great. basketball. One guy could fucking win the game. Let's be honest. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not really one guy, but one guy could be the number one factor and have such an impact on the way a team does it. And whether it's Kobe, whether it's Jordan, whether it's LeBron, you take that guy out, they have nothing. You put him in, they have everything. And what I feel if he like, had, what if he had Rogers? What? If, what? what if he had? <laughs> what if he had Rogers? I don't even know what that is. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, he's done it. He's done it over and over again. Yeah, and he's a one. I mean, here's my take on this, James. Is it disrespectful to all the great players that came along through this organization that were part of those winning teams, the championships? Do you just deem Tom Brady the guy that won everything, or do you realize there's other players there that you know team doesn't win because of one guy? I see what you're saying, but you know it's sort of disrespectful to all the other players that played with those teams to say it's you know it's because of Brady. Brady's a Not, great player, but was he the nucleus of why New England was as good as they were? Well, was yeah, it just players. Tom Brady? Yeah, a lot but of even, players say that. But even more importantly, is he making everybody else around him that much better? Oh, yes, 100%. Yes, yes. Yeah, look well, what he did. Well, look what he's done go. in Tampa. Yeah. There you go. Tampa Bay said that. He's the, one. he's the man. And that's what Jordan did. Yeah, I mean he—he's definitely yeah. you know he's brought new, you know Tampa to a whole different level, and he brought people too that organization because of who he is. Wouldn't you agree, Philly? Yeah, I feel like the greats, that's what they do. They make other people better, to your point, just James. Yeah. That's, that's in fact true. Um, so I had a, a similar situation where I played one of my old, my former players in the youth league, and his team actually beat mine. So it's bittersweet because you can see their successes. Mm-hmm. Now I know, like, Brady wanted to meet with Belichick before he left, um, and Belichick denied you know, for whatever reason, whether he wanted to keep the competitive spirit going or he felt some type of way about it, whatever. Their pros are making millions and upon millions of dollars, so who, who the hell knows, right? Um, it, it doesn't... Super Bowl teams, like, are rare. Like, what they did, the New England Patriots are super rare. So, like, the whole Patriot way, the only Patriot way there is was in New England. They tried to do it elsewhere with McDaniels. They tried to do it with Patricia. They tried yeah, to do it other places. Miserable. And they can, it can never be duplicated. Mm-hmm. So whatever they had going there was super special. Well, they say Belichick to prick. Deflate gate? I think, you know, to, <laughs> to be successful for as long as he was, you probably have to be a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I understand it, but he knew he had the best in the business. If yeah. you ever watch that Blood Soul, they just talked to him the other day with, uh, what's the one guy's name? Um, his dad was an analyst. Joe Sharp, Buck. Sharpen, uh, Sharpen yeah. or something. Reverend Al Sharpton? He said he never thought Brady was going to be anything but a backup. That's well, what nobody did. That's why he was drafted in the sixth round. Bledsoe goes, I never thought this kid was going to be a starter in this league. Do you really think New England did, though? Like, they, they just knew 
No, I think he got an opportunity. He made the most. Of oh, it. absolutely. And Him as a person with a chip on his shoulders, yes. entire career. Yeah, and he still to this day never lost that edge, yes. which is amazing to me. Yeah, I, I love it, man. But so I ask this question again: Who was more responsible for the Patriots dynasty? Was it Belichick or Tom Brady? More responsible. Man, if I had to choose, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say Brady. And it's because we see what's <laughs> yeah. happening right now. I say Brady. I say I say yeah. uh, I say Brady and McDaniel's were were a dynamic tool. Yeah. I mean, they were they were just so Bill Belichick gets no no cred. Yeah, he does get cred. I'm but not, you know yeah. what? Let's see what he does with this new ball. You know, this team. Let's see what he does with. He's got Mac Jones, which I believe he'll turn his team around. Will you ever have a Brady again? He's a once-in-a-lifetime kind of quarterback. Here's the thing. You lose Tom Brady. You're also, like, up against the salary cap. You lost a bunch of other solid players, mm-hmm. too. So he's in a rebuild phase. I, yes. That's why I'm not willing to say, oh, who's got the better legacy? Let's let it play out a little bit longer. You know, let's see what, what so, happens. So, in other words, if Belichick can rebuild the Patriots in the next yeah. couple of years, and all of a sudden they become this major powerhouse, you mm-hmm. kind of start swinging the pendulum going, well, maybe it is the mastermind Bill Belichick because yeah. you didn't know, Brady win the Super Bowl, the first Super Bowl off of yeah. the Yeah, yeah, this is what the yeah. fuck, dude. That's and why he's like forty years old, bro. What the <laughs> hell? What, what the kind of question, dog? What There's kind of probably... question? Listen, is is Belichick playing the game or is he sitting on the side? Who's fucking responsible, dog? Yeah, let's go. Yeah. And even as a coach, I gotta say, age. I gotta say, players play, coaches yeah. coach. So yeah, I cannot play with him. Cannot win with as him. tough as it is. Brady was a player and a coach all in one. Yeah. He's got the wife. He's got the fucking. The, come on, man. Like, I mean, who's the better guy? He's living the life, bro. It's definitely going to be fun to watch. Just for the standpoint that you've got the people of New England were probably just so heartbroken to see that iconic figure leave. Like, if Derek Jeter was to leave the Yankees after winning a bunch of championships and just said, you know what? I want to go play down in Tampa somewhere. Yeah. You know, and it leaves that open hole, and then he goes on and wins a championship with somebody else. It's similar that, you know, those people in New England, you had 20 years of playoff football, and they're falling on their face right now. I don't yeah. think they I don't think they've won a game, have they? Or maybe one? I think they're one in three. So, hey, James, I got a question for you since you're an NFL uh, analyst. <laughs> <laughs> Do you watch any of the games as far as, let me ask you this question. Yeah. When you see Stafford with the Rams, playing and you see Mahomes with Kansas City playing and you see Brady with the Tampa Bay playing. Quiet. Who's yeah. the better quarterback, you think, right now? Well, I'll be I gotta be quite honest here. I haven't seen any of these dudes playing. <laughs> well that's what I figured. Yeah, I'm gonna be real. But let me just let me just say this though that I think is really funny. Think about all the Tampa Bay fans that hated Brady for however many years he was on fucking yep. the Patriots. And then he fucking goes there and wins him a Super Bowl out the gate. That's yeah. the best shit ever to me. Now they're on his dick, don't exactly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but I, all this hating Brady, deflate hate fans that are on Tampa Bay. Now they want a Super Bowl. They probably love his ass. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you got some homework, Jesse James tomorrow. I want you to watch the Rams game. If you watch that game last week that Matthew Stafford played in, dude, he looked so sweet. So smooth, that match, Stafford. <laughs> it, it, it was effortlessly. It was like wow. I yeah. would say he's in. Oh. Well, then there you go. And wasn't he good? He was good on the nice. damn. Uh, the, no, he he's a he's Lions, a different he he's a different quarterback here now, bro. Total different. 
I don't know. I think Stafford was always good. Yeah, but he, not like this. This we, is just crazy. He's playing at a different oh, level. But when you yes. put him around an offensive the, mind and you put talent around him. Yes. Oh, yeah. Hey, they're, they're able to flourish. This coach, know? though, uh, this this guy, this young guy in L.A. McVay. It, it's, it, they're like freaking frack. These two are getting, they're vibing. It tell yeah. Stafford says something and about his old lady. You were never to get that with Patricia. <laughs> and before that being, it was, you know, Jim no. Caldwell. He was yeah. kind of the old head that you had to respect for where he was sure. in, in that point in his career. Yeah. Stafford's got somebody that's on the same level with him. Yeah. You know, they're actually pretty close in age. I don't, I, they're yeah. pretty close there, right? I think McVeigh's like my age. He's like 35, 36. <laughs> so they're really yeah. clicking, man. It's yeah. kind of like Stafford's what? He's 30? having fun. He's, uh, I want to say 32. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're right there, man. So it's kind of yeah. like can having. I, can I give ahead. you guys a, can I go around the table and ask you guys each? This, this is a question, but I wanted to go around the table. It's a two part question and everybody give their opinion on this. Two part question. If Brady comes to the Lions, first part, what happens? Second part, how excited would he, would you be? You asked me excellent, excellent question. So you're saying, like right now, like at this point? Yeah, right now, Tom Brady comes to the Lions out of nowhere. How excited would you be, and what do you think happens? I would be very excited. Um, and I think they're... Three and zero right now. Master B, I'd be excited, but I think he'd have to bring talent with him because I don't think we're right where we need to be right now. I mean, they could be a contender because of maybe his. I think influence influencing people would be a big yeah. deal, you yeah. know, for some of the young players. Uh, two and one. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I gotta agree with Philly. What he does with them receivers. And hits them guys. Dropping those dimes, but He's the man. <laughs> he's picking up defenses. He's calling audibles. He don't need to have a spectacular uh, receiver. He just needs you to catch the ball. See, that's, that's what I wanted to get at. I wanted to see if you guys were going to explain how much influence he would have on the other team. You could bring Rodgers here, too. He'd do the same thing. Mm. Yeah, and he, he would just... Leaders lead. Yes. Yeah. They're going yes. to bring the best out of nobody. I mean, hell, New England had a bunch of nobodies, a bunch of no names. Yeah. You, you got to tell me that Tom Brady had much influence on those guys. Yeah. Just well, they to, told him if you don't catch the ball, you may not see it again. Hey, oh, man. Shit. Call it like it is. That's a great question, though, Just James. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Part so, two, with that being said. All right, so where are we at? It was so, a two-part question. Was that was that the whole question? That was, yeah, yeah. No, no, you guys both answered it. It was just like, what? Okay. where would the team be? And then okay. also, like, how would you guys undefeated. feel about it, though? How would you? Oh, shit. <laughs> Without a doubt, undefeated. Okay. Wow. All right, okay. Hollywood, you're up, Braz. What do we got here? We're still on sports, Tamia. <laughs> Come on, Matt. You got anything to talk about with sports, Matt? <laughs> yeah, I, I do. Matter of fact, yeah, all right, all right. Uh, since, since we're on the uh, we're on the quote with Brady, Brady's got his tight end out. He may be out for a couple weeks now. Crack, multiple busted yes. up ribs. ribs. Mm. He may be on. That's, uh, you know, my tight end for the fantasy draft. Uh Dude, my brother-in-law wanted to trade Gronk to me on Thursday. Uh, and I was watching the report on Gronk, and they said he hasn't been practicing, and he was trying to desperately trade Gronk to me to get someone yeah. off my he squad. Wanted to play. Yeah. He wanted and to play. And I knew against... it was a sucker move, and I didn't do it, and I'm oh, glad he's I am. good, though. Dude. Yeah. He's putting up points. So screw you, Steve. I didn't he, take uh, Gronk for a reason. Steve. I think it's just precautionary. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
because we need Gronk later on down the seat. So it's just, you know, he took a nice shot. I mean, that Rams, I think it was Floyd that hit him. Yeah. I mean, he was, was a big ass off. It was a big hit. Yeah. So, I mean, it's probably all precautionary, you know. Uh, we need you in the later rounds and instead of now we can afford to go with Bernard, I believe it is, the tight end they got. Uh, actually, they got uh, O.J. Howard and um, Howard. I think uh, Brate is the other one. They actually have yeah. three good tight ends. Okay. But, you know, Brady with Gronk, the rapport there. Yes, yes. The understanding. You know what I'm saying? They're and he'll find a way around it. You know what I mean? He'll just have to hit Godwin or Mike Evans more. You know what I mean? So, yeah, they'll I mean, be okay. They're, they're loaded, Deb, you know? Yes, Deb, yeah. Hey, James, how are you doing in your fantasy football league? <laughs> Well, I'm fucking crushing it right now because I got—I <laughs> don't even want to tell you what's going on because it's gonna feel like I'm bragging over here. James so. is that guy that shows up to the fantasy draft in a tutu. Oh, got my Yay! fantasy night strap. Love you guys, love you. I thought this was the ballet class. Looks like he's got an ice cream scooper in a bathing suit turned around. Damn you! Cannot play with him. Cannot win with him. Cannot coach with him. All right, fellas, it is now time for the feature presentation. All right. And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. Fives of the week, childhood memories. We'll go counterclockwise today. So Hollywood banner snatch. Go ahead and start what it off. Got How uh childhood memories. I'm glad you're prepared tonight. Oh. <laughs> this guy's number one in my book, bro. And you're saying Halloween. I gotta have five of them, damn <laughs> Yes, sir. Oh, my dream didn't work out too good, now did it? Oh. The show is called Fives of the Week, you son of a bitch. Let's see. Um, oh, God, I got many of them. Um, I would say when I get, when I, you know, when I got my chopper, I was probably around eight years old, nine years old, and I wanted this uh, um, Evil Knievel chopper. And I was told I wasn't going to get it. And then when I went out in the backyard, my chopper was sitting there. And I remember this kid, me and my brother, we'd sit there, like, we was like, cool, thumbs up. You know, that was one of the bright, well, I loved it. That was a good, good yeah. memory, seeing that chopper there, boy. I nice. got pictures of that. Yeah, that was that was sweet. I wanted it so bad. So was you it like a get... was it like a big wheel, but a chopper? Yeah, it had the two fat wheels in the back and it had the chopper. Oh, okay. oh, it was bad. it nice. wasn't the green machine, was it? No, it was no? blue, red, white, and blue with like the evil Knievel, but yeah, it was, it was man. a chopper. Okay, that's cool. Oh, it was bad, dude. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. Bad. I'm riding on, you know, the street like this. I'm the baddest dude in the block. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. Got my chopper. Yeah, so that was about eight or nine years old. I remember that. Was that when you figured out your nickname was going to be Hollywood? <laughs> I don't know, but I thought it was going to be Jack Hammerbutt. <laughs> but my little, brother, Jack Hammerbutt. my little brother had these glasses on. I'll tell you what, he looked like, like he was El John. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I loved it. That, that, was, that was awesome. Me getting my chopper, man. That was sweet. Oh, man. <laughs> I remember, you know, the the I didn't put that down, but like my very first cool bike, my dad got me this evil Knievel bike, and mm. it was cool, and it got stolen. Somebody stole my bike. I only had it for like a couple of days, and every oh, kid in the neighborhood seen it, and they're like, "Oh, that's so cool! Yeah. Red, white, and blue." Yeah, and it got stolen. I had yeah. one like that. It was called a Rhino. It was metallic gray, yeah. and then uh, had gold pedals. Like it was sweet. It was a oh, badass man. bike. You remember the mags with the blue and yellow? Listen, it lasted about a week. It got stolen. That's Isn't horrible. that something, man? These I kids know. see what you have, and they just, you know, they're jealous, yeah. and so they take your stuff. Yeah. Yep. And I didn't do it. 
Yeah. Well, why is my bike behind your garage? I don't know how I got there. I know. Hollywood, yeah. you remember the mongoose bikes? Like the yes. mongoose, like oh, mongoose, BMX. Yeah. The Max was the best one when it came out. Remember, it had the yeah. blue tires with the, with the yellow, the Craigers on it. Those things are worth so much money right now. People that have collected one, who have kept their bikes and restored them, they're worth top dollar. You know, right you, 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 you had the first bike. You had yeah. the first bike with the pegs on it, like that. Yeah, with the back pegs on it. Right, it was, uh, Ron Dumeier. Ron. Dumeier. And we hate when he drove when he drove Dumeier. down the block. He drove around the block. We're like, dude, we just can't stand you right now. <laughs> right. You yeah. That brand new bike you're damn You're hating on him. Oh, yeah. We wanted Seals tires. <laughs> Your family must be loaded, bud. Yeah. Pegs were the big thing. That way you could hide. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. boys could hop Double on. Up. You guys could, you know. What about this, out? dude? If you had a red line, you were a badass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get yeah, that cash, man. My bike weighs like two pounds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then skateboarding became all the craze. Did you have a f- any buddies that were big into the skateboarding thing? A lot of buddies. No. Man. Wanted to be just, like Tony Hawk, man. I just no, we would jump the ramps, man. <laughs> we did all that stuff, and we didn't wear helmets. No skateboarders back then. No? See, I, I, was, just, I was jumping fences, man. Daddy's chasing me out the crib, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we played football, baseball, and there was jumping ramps and boxing in the front yard, and... Yeah, we didn't have skateboards back then. No. Yeah, I, that I, I knew about that in our neighborhood. Yeah. All right, Grandmaster B, what you got, Bob? Um, one of the five I put down was uh, playing with all my friends in the old neighborhood where I grew up. We were always outside playing till dark, um, riding our bikes to Hollywood's Point, playing baseball, football, hanging around, laughing. You know, when the street lights came on, it was time to get in the house. There's no, there no responsibility. It was just pure innocence. You know, and I just remember growing up as a kid, we just had a whole group of kids in our neighborhood and we all got along. We all played together. Time just seemed like it was so slowed down, you know, and uh, simple things kept us happy. We didn't have no cell phones. We didn't have no social media. Uh, we all managed to get along. We just Talked had good times, day, man. Yeah, we yes. just, it was like the kids in the neighborhood, like the sandlot, man. We yeah. would, you know, we'd do stupid stuff. We'd go play baseball in the you know, Eastland Elementary, we, yep. you know, chalk the lines with baby powder. We'd cut the grass to make a baseball field. And, yep. you know, even though the home run fence was only, you know, 200 feet, we'd bust somebody's picture window out and run like crazy <laughs> down the street. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. But we just had so much fun as kids growing up. And it just seemed like as a child growing up, it you know, it just seemed like that was some of my greatest memories. And I look back on some of those days and it's like, man, don't you wish you can almost go back in time and just, you know, no, no bills, no nothing. You just... Yeah. Did what you had to do and just have fun as a kid. Toy live for the moment, they say. Hey, man, it was so much fun. It was great, man. I I can totally level with that. Your life's like the wind. Yeah. Yeah. It blows. It just goes by. Yeah. That's, it goes by very fast, man. And those those days don't seem all that far removed, but they no. seem like you know not all that long ago. Yeah. But, you know, you look back, you're like, holy crap, that's been forty some years. Yeah, that's it's wild, nuts, man. man. We're gonna revisit that in a minute. But uh, Judge James, go ahead and go. Uh, we'll go around the table. All right, um, my first one, uh, first first one that I picked for a childhood memory that was dope to me was uh, when we paintballed the school and shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, man. You were you a rebel. See, rebel would appreciate that. No, 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 yeah, that's nuts. I did the same thing over in uh, one one time. <laughs> yeah, we went out one night, man, and we just we we got we got a couple houses, man, people that we were fucking with, and uh and then we 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 finished off with Lakeshore, dude. Just fucking finished the school all up, and it was uh it was dope to go to school the so- next day. And and people were talking about it and just knowing I was a part of that shit. Oh man, 
I, I'm you guys. Were you guys ever like that? You ever cause havoc in a neighborhood a little bit, a little mischief? Oh, or yeah. No? oh yeah, yeah, man. We were rebels, man. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. But we did everything crazy. So we we grew up in a. Just so I can relate to you, just James, we were in a townhouse community, right? So yeah, we would egg each other's doors. You know what I'm saying? We we throw like you know pickles and like bologna on our cars. You, you talk about I mean? Jamie. <laughs> we would we would mess with everybody, dude. Nobody was off the table. We're talking about bleaching grass, ding dong ditch. I mean, <laughs> that bowl, dude, my, my little brother was so crazy, man. He used to take shits on people's porches. <laughs> Why are you shitting again, Dan? You put it in the bag and light it on fire. Remember those little um those signs they used to make? It'd be like uh you see them from Michigan, Michigan State, it's like a, a boy pissing. Yeah. That was literally my brother. I think they created that after him. Are you serious? Because he I was know, just like such little, a rebel. Yeah. This was who? Just this called... my brother, Nick. Oh, crazy yeah, He knows Nick, who man. I'm talking about. Everybody knows Nick. <laughs> I love my brother, man, but he was a wild boy growing up. So, yeah, we used to do all types of crazy shit, man. But it was uh, it added to memories, and you're just young and stupid, man. Yeah, I, man, I loved it. It was so cool. You know, and we still, in, a, in, in the inner kid in us, we still want to act like idiots. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, it's just yeah. the way it is. I mean, I yeah, still do then... stupid shit once in a while. And even my kids look at me like, really, Dad? I'm like, I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> just do dumb stuff sometimes. No, it's a good one, Judge James. I think everybody can relate to that. Paintballing. Yeah. Yeah, paintball in the paintball in the damn school. We didn't have licenses either. One of us was driving; he didn't have a license. So that right. was, you know, it's just a that's definitely a memory I have. Yeah, and that's that's one of my not that specifically, but playing sports in the uh, in the fields. Again, I grew up in a townhouse community, so like we had a um a, t- a tennis court. So we would play uh, roller hockey in the summer. We played pickup basketball games. Actually, Judge James, do you remember back in the day with like Quasim and? Pat yeah. and everybody like he used to come up there. And we used to shoot hoops. We'd have we'd play with the older guys. We'd run with them, and we, yo, we got next. You know, we'd hop in there and mix it up with them. Um, they had a big, uh, big field to, off to the right, so we play our football games over there. Masonic was right around the corner, yeah, so we play baseball. Right, there. it was all within walking distance, dude. It was awesome. And, it was um, like your own sports complex. Yeah, dude, it was great. So and much fun. Mom would just be like, yo, get home before the um, the streetlights come on. That's what I'm go. talking about right there, man. The streetlight, that was that was the parental, you know, okay, when that's on, you're coming home. Yeah. Yeah, that was the time clock. And yep. then, uh, Josh's mom, she lived like, okay, so there's like a complex, complex. There's like two that go uh, vertically. You could hear Josh always had to leave early. She'd be like, Joshua. <laughs> you could hear an echo through the whole time. <laughs> so Josh had to dip early. We were all allowed to hang out a little bit later. Joshua. Uh, <laughs> just so many good memories, man. And then in the wintertime, I was the only you know Mexican cat playing freaking uh, hockey in the winter. But we used to play, and they would take the nets away from us for being too loud and too ruckus. So we would have to actually shoot the pucks off the uh, basketball posts. Was this current over at the townhouse taking them away from you? Guys, you guys are being too loud. You're getting too loud. You're disturbing the old people's bullshit. Can you guys stop that? Time to go home. (laughs) (laughs) There's always somebody shitting on your parade, right? But, uh, I mean, dude, so many good memories playing sports back growing up, man. See, Just James, you and I kind of share a little bit of that vibe in our pick, man. The childhood yeah. stuff, right? Paintball in the school, screwing around like a bunch of little, I don't know, rascals out there just having a good old time, man. Yeah. Those yeah. are innocent days. Those are fun days. Yeah. It was awesome, man. Loved it, dude. All right. Hollywood's when you're Fantastic. back around. But... Um, going back to school and stuff like that, uh, I would say, you know, 
playing sports in schools with my friends for your school colors and stuff like that. Uh, being me and this girl was picked as the best male and female athlete for Eastland Junior High back in I believe it was like in '86. Um, and then going on to making sweetheart court as I entered Braylick High School. Uh, my first year as a freshman. Um, that was an honor. Um, I enjoyed that, and I, you know, I had a lot of fun times with a lot of different people, a lot of different neighborhoods. Um, some of the other ones was um, playing. Uh, you're it. Didn't matter where you were. We go in front of your house and just go up to you. Hey, how you doing? Tap you real quick. You're it, and then run away. And you got to get on to the next person. It could be in school. You're walking. In school. You know you're chasing after this son of a bitch. You're in, like, you son of a bitch. Damn you, sea rebel. Damn you. So, I mean, we just had lots of fun like that. Uh, playing in the lot, me and my brothers, challenging other other people to come over there, and usually they would get hurt. Um, hitting balls off the neighbor's um, top of their roof, you know, thinking it was Wrigley Field and stuff coming. <laughs> Do we have another damn ball on my roof? No, that's another thing. So remember I mentioned the tennis court? Yeah. We used to get, um, because there was cars outside the tennis court. So we would use actually tennis balls yeah. and our regular baseball bats, and we would line up the tennis court with bases, and we'd play home run derby yes. and baseball. Yeah, It was just freaking amazing yes. like what you could do Loved and how it. creative your minds were back then. The you wall know? used to be channeled. We used to go behind the wall, take a spray can. Spray a big square box on a wall. It was yes. box ball. Yes, the box wall. Box ball, man. And then if you sat there and there was the you know the perimeter around the you know the store, they had that fence. You was at Fenway Park when you hit it over. You know what I mean? Yeah, we used oh, to yeah. do the same thing, Hollywood, yeah. and we used to play curb ball. You know the curbs that go yes. up and we'd, we yeah. would throw the ball against the curb, and if you over, you know, the guy would be playing behind you, playing outfield. And if you could throw the ball hard enough and hit it over his head, that mm. would be a point. Okay. And if you catch the ball, it's an out. And so for every, and we'd go seven innings back and forth, you know, until yeah. someone won the game. Oh, that's kind of cool. And we would just sit out there and play this. Oh, there was all, so much. And we, and we'd call it, we'd do a night game because we ha- used to have a big light in front of my house. Mm. Street light. Yeah. The, the infamous street light. We play night games out there. So we had day, we made little schedules. Yeah, that's awesome. Like we're going to play a night game tonight. And my buddy, Ricky Steiner, like, Ricky, we'll do a night game on Saturdays. Like, yeah, we'll do a double header. So we'd start at 5, and we'd play for an hour. Then we go, you know, drink a couple town club pops or something. Yeah. And we go back out and play. And this was like, this kept us occupied as kids. We didn't have, again, no smartphones, no Facebook, no yeah. Xbox or PlayStation. We kept busy, man. Yeah. But the key thing here is we socialized. Yes. We yep. were always talking to people. We were always hanging out with different people. And so we, I think that's kind of why we are the way we are in some mm-hmm. ways, because we've developed that nature in us, you know, to be yeah. people type persons, you know, yes. we go out there and talk and we're not afraid of it. You know, we're not inverted. Yeah. So I think that helped us a lot in our childhood. You know, it's funny. Cause I was always kind of shy growing up and I was a little bit introverted, mm-hmm. but mom made me go outside and play and sports and stuff, different things like that. It made me get out of my shell. Absolutely. And I'm very thankful that it did. Yeah. yeah absolutely. And you're doing, that, you're doing the same thing with your son. Yeah, I mean, you know, yep. Mikey's kind of a shy guy, yep. but you I mean, get him talking, man. He won't shut up. Yeah, mingle. Get out there and mingle, man. You, yeah. That's, Never know what you're running. Well, it's important. Like, yeah, again, like tonight, just having, you know, sometimes you got to crack a joke yeah. or make him feel comfortable. You know what I'm saying? And then he, he opened up like a, a book of a two million words, man. Yeah. You know, because he knows like I have his best interest at heart. And sometimes you have to do that. But yeah. anyway, let's not get up too far off topic here. Um so that's a good one, Hollywood. So Grandmaster B, back to you. Back to me. Um, 
memories, man. My first, my first crush, first girl crush, man. Who was that, by the way? My first girl crush was in grade school. Her name is Kelly Everhart. Oh, oh man, man, I was I was in like fifth grade. And did man, she pass away? Kelly she Everhart? did. God, man, she did. rest oh, her rest soul. She was such a good school. person yeah. too, man. And uh, she knew I had a crush on her, but there was always one guy that was better looking, you know. And so she kind of had a. A thing for my buddy Steve Gonzalez. Remember Steve? You know, remember we, Steve, we went to yeah. our schools, Hollywood. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I remember, you know, we used to go to you know, the Macomb Mall back when the pay phones were, you know, that was the thing. Again, no cell phones. Have changed. We'd call pocket. her up on the phone. Hey, what are you doing? And we'd be in this little phone booth over at the Macomb Mall talking to her and stuff. And I was getting jealous because Steve was getting more conversation out of her. But I had this crush on her. And this is going all the way back to like, maybe fourth or fifth grade. You remember we used to give little Valentine cards yes, out during yes, Valentine's? Yes, yes. And she sent me a card, you know, to a cool kid. Really make me laugh. You're so cute. And I, like, had this little Valentine oh, card yeah. mm. under my pillow all the time. I just had this crush on her, man. It's like when you start to discover girls, right? So mm -hmm. I just thought, man, going back, man, that was like a memory for me, you know? Yeah. Like, I didn't know what love yeah. was. I didn't know even, you know, anything. I just knew that I liked a girl. Now, my yeah. dad was glad I didn't like a guy, right. but that, you know, that's a whole different story. But, He's glad you didn't like Peter. Right. Dad, I'm really into this guy, Rob. But uh, <laughs> no, so this was like the, the first crush. And then, you know, going into high school, then the first girlfriend, the real girlfriend. Oh, that, absolutely. That first kiss. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Do you remember was, those? Like, you're so, that's scary. You don't know, that can man. be scary like, sometimes. Uh, did you French kiss her? Um, what's that? Then we got to use the tongue, yeah, dude. Well, well, your like, first words were, oh. Oh, yeah. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know what to I didn't know what to do, but it was just so. Hold on, does, does everybody remember their first kiss though? Oh, I do. Yeah, yeah, James, yeah, it, yeah. It's How you you'll never forget it, dude. Bro, you want to hear some funny shit? I went to go do the kiss like with my lips together, and she did an open mouth, dude, and just sucked my fucking lips. Come on, oh, no. totally, I'll tell totally you what, that, that's shit. the worst kisser in the world, right there, hey, dude. Bro, that's gonna, that's gonna be one of mine when I come when I come up around next time. I got something for you. Of course you do. Yeah, right. man. So that first crush, you know, the first girl. Is like the girl you just kind of check out. You're like, man, I, man, I like digging this girl. And then, yeah. then the first girlfriend where you know, you know, you know, did you get to first base? Did you get? Yeah. Did you get a feel? You remember all that shit? Yeah. Your boys would be talking you to you. Smell my finger. What, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. There was a uh, there was this, this girl that moved in next door, and in the townhouses, her name was Whitney, and I had the biggest crush on her, man. And I remember the one time I'd always try to show off when she was around, like in sports oh, yeah. and stuff. You know? so what, what would you do, Brad? You know, just try to go for that home run or run extra fast. Yeah. You know, try, try to get her to notice oh, me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. All part day, of the game. She was watching, I think it was her younger brother, and she uh, knocked on my door. Like, Hi, is Mike there? You know, all sweet. She's like a little country girl back then. Mm -hmm. And uh, she, I answered the door. I was like, hey, what's up? She said, I just want you to know I like you. Kind of gave me a kiss on the cheek and oh, ran wow. in the house, like all shy. I was like, oh boy. Did her dad come to the door? The fuck is going on? I was kind of scared of her dad. He was kind of a dick, dude. <laughs> was, he, was, he, was he a freaking prick? He was a prick, dude. Yeah. Did you make her laugh? Yeah, I mean, we had some good times as a kid, you know. Uh, never got to uh, any further, but, you know, that was like the first one. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I mean, you, I make you laugh. <laughs> you fucking clown. <laughs> So right. yeah, that that was uh, that's good stuff, man. Yeah, that's, that's a good one, B. Uh, All right, Judge James, you're up.
I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of <coughs> piggyback off of uh, Grandmaster B and talk about you know the first time I saw a pair of titties. Whoa! <laughs> here we go. Pair of cha cha. Yeah. yeah, it was a great moment. So uh, yeah, <laughs> I was a little kid, you know, and uh, <laughs> I, was, I was a little kid, and uh, <laughs> no, nah, I think I was like I think I was probably. I don't remember. I think maybe I was like 14 or something like that. How did that nipple look? How did nipple look? Yeah, dude. They, no, they look nice. It was, uh, I was, I was like <laughs> 14. We, we had someone in our group like that had a like older brother. So we got us a hotel at Econo Lodge. And I get over there. Actually, I was with Pat at the time. The shit was hilarious because si we're all sitting in this bathroom. We got it smoked out. Everyone's smoking weed. And uh, I just see her lift her shirt up, dude. And she had some nice titties, dude. It was crazy. You and all of a sudden... Papa. All of a sudden, I see, I'm, I'm looking dead at these titties, like straight ahead, dude, just two titties fucking titties. titties. And all of a sudden, I see Pat's hand just grab one of them, dude. Wow. <laughs> Jay, you know what? How, how long ago was that, James? Oh, man. Well, I'm 33 now, so I can't do the math. But, do we, uh, we still have actual audio of that? Would you like to hear it? Dude, go ahead, man. Bring it on. Show people. That was you in your bedroom after you went home. You know what's funny is uh, we had a mutual friend, uh, and his older brother had, like, centerfolds on the back of his door. So, like, I, I had already seen, like, you know, Hustler and Playboy magazine, and Josh actually never seen a rack before. You Are know, you he, serious? He lived kind of like a confined, you know, his mom was really strict on him. And uh, the first time we went, and my boy was like, yeah, come on, check this out. You know, we went in his older brother's room, and Josh literally, like, dropped to his knees and, like, had his hands up, like, oh, oh, Go home to mommy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it like it was yesterday, dude. It was, like, the first time he saw... Like, Go home to mommy. The first time he saw Titi's papa. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Dude, it's crazy. It changes your life, man. I, oh, mean, I saw man. a pair in a, yeah. I, I saw a pair in a magazine before, but when I saw him in person, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, oh I yeah. Won. And then just seeing Pat's hand grab one of them without even permission. I mean, it was like, <laughs> "What the fuck?" Yeah, it sounds but, about uh, ever seen a grown man yeah, naked? Like Pat was my mind. Pat was what my mind was doing. He was oh, doing. Dude, it I got life. one for you too, man. My mind's. Uh... Yeah, my bad. Yeah, let me knock this one out real quick because Hollywood's like chopping at the bit. Oh, I take him back uh, right after you suck on these little Chinese nuts. <laughs> All right, so uh, one of the things we used to do back in the day was uh, backyard wrestling. You know me, I was a big wrestling dude. Be, you know, back when I was a little kid, I'd have yeah. all the wrestlers. Um, it was a great thing, man. It was a lot of fun. So me and my boy Andy, who just had a baby, by the way, Andrew nice. did that one show with us, nice. the wrestler show. Yeah, that's my dog, man. Um, he just sent me a picture of a beautiful baby. Congratulations to him and his wife, Emily. So that's Good lit. Good job, Andrew. Um, my boy Kurt, Rick, Will, and Alex, man, we used to get it in. Actually, Pat was part of that, too. We used to film it. We used to actually stage the whole show just like WWE or AEW does. Um, we used to do it at my boy Rick's house, trampoline. We had like basement matches. I remember breaking a crutch over my boy's back. <laughs> I remember, you went uh, after him hard, huh? Uh, you went just like a fucking crutch. Just smack dude, him. Fluorescent lights. We used to do all that crazy stuff. You guys man. used to make a whole stage setup, right? Yeah, stage setups. We did fireworks. We did it all, man. Pool matches. Like it was great. It was it was really a good time, man. I'll never forget it. Hell yeah. There's times uh I got it I got some shit in the vault too. The vault. The vault. The it's vault on tape vault. time, yeah. So, yeah, those are great times, man. If you guys are listening, I know some of you listen to the show, so I know you all will uh, respect that. So those are some great times. Yeah, absolutely.
All right, Hollywood, go ahead. You're up, Hollywood. Well, damn you. Damn you. No, I don't want him. I'm yeah, here. you are. No, I can't have no more. Can't do it. Can't win with can't, it. You can can't have it. Can't have it. You guys drinking? No, we just apple Jamaican juice. rum. Oh. I went to the cider mill and got some cider. You see what I got here, Philly? What is that? Oh, I can't have no beer. Oh, can't the, the liquid death. Huh? Thanks. Yeah. Um, that's like a seltzer, right? Yep. Okay. That's what you were talking about yeah. last week. Yeah. It's a good stuff, James. Like I'm actually drinking with you guys. All right. Salute. Salute. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I remember in sixth grade, I had this... I had this chick and uh, she's like, uh, hands a letter over from this other girl. And she's like, guess what? I'm like, what's going on? She's like, she wants you to meet her after school and you guys are going to kiss. And I'm like, really? She's like, yeah, she wants to kiss your lip. So I'm thinking in school, you know, I'm in sixth grade. I'm like, oh, shit. Really? So I got to get all prepped up for this. You know, my boy's like, dude, she wants to kiss you. I'm like, oh, shit, what am I going to do? <laughs> so anyways I, I'll never forget that day and that time so I'm telling, I'm telling my best friend I'm going dude he's like dude what are you gonna do and I'm like well, I'm gonna kiss her he's like yeah but what else are you gonna do and I said well I don't know man I said you're scaring me man what are you trying to scare you're talking about that, that thumb so, oh. so she's oh. like so she comes over to me and she goes I want you to meet me by the back door after school. And I'm like, okay. So uh, we get there, and it, here goes. Gosh, so I'm watching the clock, you know, and I'm like, oh, shit. I got another hour, man. I got to kiss this girl, which I liked her, though. You know what I mean? I really do like that. So then finally I go, um, that bell rings, right? And I'm like, oh, jeez. So I get there, and she's like, um, are you going to give me a kiss now? And I was like, Oh, I was almost like, my mom will be mad at me. Oh, so then finally, your mom was pickle boy. <laughs> she comes over, butt. she comes over and grabs me. Dude, just put your mouth on my mouth and put your tongue in my mouth, and the rest is history. Yeah, oh, and yeah. I'll tell you what, I thought I was the baddest son of a bitch. Don't and, butter, no. Oh, dude. Yeah. Dude, I grabbed that in the chachis and all that. I couldn't control myself. You know? Uh, <laughs> so from from that point on, it was just terror. And I I thanked that girl. I thanked her because, you know, we used to play spin the bottle and shit. And, I, and I, it would go on a girl that I didn't want to kiss. I wasn't kissing. I'm like, I kept cheating. I'm spinning she the bottle. I want to kiss that girl. Tight. But, uh, like a month. Yeah. And then I can't, you know, my other instant was uh, being young and being caught bare-assed. Oh, yeah, hold on. This is fives of the week. You're already getting to sixes yeah. of the week. No, this is... Hold on. You save that for next, Hollywood. <laughs> Take it easy. Grab has to be swinging around, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Where are we at, man? man I lost on, track. We're on you, Grandmaster B. Okay, here we are. Um, Hollywood was going through the E untold oh, stories over there. My goodness. <laughs> Never a dull moment with this guy. Um, my first pro football game with my dad as a kid. Remember nice, my dad nice. took me to my very first football game, obviously it was nice. the Lions, uh, at the old Pontiac Silverdome. Remember this one, Hollywood? Yes. And uh, the Lions played the New Orleans Saints, and it was bigger than life to me. 
because I've only seen football games on TV. So to go to this, you know, the Pontiac Silverdome yeah. held over 80,000 plus people. So it was the biggest stadium to see that. It was like my eyes were like silver dollars. Now, hey, remember, hey, B, hold on. That's a perfect segue. I'm going to let you finish. But no doubt. James was talking about the first time he saw a rack. My first rack was when I went with you, Papa, and uh, Mike to the Monday night game against Tampa Bay. The first time I saw silver dollar titties. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> I would never forget it, dude. It's the first Any, time I saw tits that's in my life. A, that is fantastic because anything could go at the Pontiac Silverdome. I mean, there would be some brawls there'd be fights there it just be it was all out like the youtube shit you'd see right now going on at some of these stages of the yes. fights you, you don't see that no more in detroit but the quarterback was peyton manning's dad archie manning no so i've seen archie manning hall of famer peyton manning hall of famer and eli manning i've seen all the mannings play wow that's awesome so that that was like a memory and i just never could get it out of my head i was hooked on football once i went to the pro game and i watched it i was like just in a trance watching yeah. these players yeah. and my dad ended up getting these really good seats and so just to see that yeah oh it was so cool man that's my, awesome my dad's nice. like son we're going to a football game on sunday I'm like well, where are we going he's like we're going to go watch the lions you know i was i've been ruined for over 40 years now but it was so cool, man. Never forget it. That's awesome. actually that's on my list is is going to football games with you guys growing up. That was uh, this something, guy something I'll never forget, man. So he I, got, I got something else I saved just in case. Good because you got really really spoiled at a young age when yeah. you got to get on the field and see Emmett Smith, Barry Sanders. Yeah. And I'll let you take that when it's your turn. But it was that was a big deal for me as a kid. Yeah, no, so I love the game to talk this day. about it because I had I had a backup just in case. Did you? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, man. good minds think alike, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, great times. No great times for sure. Randall Cunningham. That's why I hate Terry Bradshaw because he denied me an autograph. Remember hey, Mr. Bradshaw could have your autograph. I ain't got time for that shit, but Ain't nobody got time for that, but <laughs> Pissed him right off, man. The kid was heartbroken. Something about the Gatorade on the field, though, was totally different. Yes. Did you notice that? Yeah, we were drinking Gatorade with Randall. It was like this Gatorade Zero before they had Zero. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like something special for the athletes. It was right. really weird. No, Probably you, had some you, of that cocaine in it, bud. You know what I'm saying, bud? <laughs> I'm saying, no, we had that down in Dallas for Michael, Troy, and Emma. Troy. Right. We did a lot of cocaine <laughs> off a lot of booty holes. We did a lot of rails off them uh, cheerleaders' asses. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> How about them cowboys? How about them cowboys? All right, Judge James, what you got, bruh? So I remember we had this after school when I was a kid, and I was like maybe seven or eight, right? And uh, dodgeball was a huge deal. So we used to play dodgeball up on this rooftop. We had this whole rooftop of the building decked out, and it was like a, um, it was an after-school program. That was where we played outside. And I remember there was this kid. His name was Derek. I still remember. I don't remember his last name. But his name was Derek. He was Derek huge. or Derek. <laughs> hey, could have been. Could have been both. He went by the nickname D Rock, man. You know what I'm he, was, uh, <laughs> he was like a mean. He was a mean kid. He was like kind of like a bully. son of a bitch. <laughs> and uh, and so we're sitting there playing dodgeball, and I'm the littlest kid still. You know, I'm always. I've always been that. I've always been the smallest kid. And I was younger. He was older. And uh. He's getting everybody out on our team, and I'm the last one. And I remember he went, he went to throw the ball. He missed me, and I fell because I slid. I slid out of the way, and I fell, but the ball came back to him, and I was, like, basically on my back on the ground right in front of him, and he had the ball. And so he went to just spike it on me, and I don't know what the hell happened, but when he threw it at me, I caught it. 
and got his ass out. Wow. So it was like one of the things that, I mean, this is like, in hindsight, it's not a big deal. But at the time, it was like the biggest deal. Like everyone that got out on my team went nuts because he was the best player. He was older. And I was the smallest and the last one on my team. And for some, I don't know how it happened, but I just, I caught the ball and he got out. So it was crazy. That's lit, dude. Especially when you can persevere in like a sporting event like that. That's awesome. It reminds me of a story. So it was in elementary school. You guys remember elimination basketball? You line yeah. up two teams. No, you got to go and make the layup. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I, it, this was, I want to say fourth grade, fourth or fifth grade. And um, I ran through literally like 18 kids. No joke. And I'm not no superior athlete by any means. I'll be the first to admit that. But I had a day. And the only reason I feel like I didn't finish is because I had to shit that day. (laughs) My stomach hurt so fucking bad. I couldn't even finish. Literally, when I finally got beat. Grandpa's stomach don't feel so good. (laughs) We had a big class. We had a big ass class. So there was like 40, I want to say almost 50 kids. So they split it up equally, and there's some kids missing that day. I ran through, like, 18 of them. I still remember. And I, I was having a day, dude. I was shooting, like, it was fucking one of those moments. Like, okay, like Kobe, man. I'm a pretty out decent to, athlete. Like, I can do this him. thing. You know what I mean? And then, yeah, I'm like, fuck, my stomach turned back. I got shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I finally kind of, like, I laid an egg towards the end. And I ran, I ran to the bathroom, man, handled my business, but, you know, I felt like Kobe that day. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's kind of crazy how when you're a kid, you just feel like you're on top of the, like, everything matters, you know? Yeah. Like, the smallest yeah, things yeah, yeah, are yeah. the biggest deals. When you're no, dodgeball was yeah. great, man. Yeah, that's a great story, dude. Yeah, that's, that's the moment I think about. That's, that's fucking awesome, man. Hollywood, yeah. have you ever had to shit like that during a hot moment? <laughs> no, I ne- no, I never. I usually... Before a game, I would be in the shitter, making sure that I had, I was ready. It's kind of like tonight. It's kind of like tonight. Before you know you're going out, you got to take care of business before you go out. Yeah, you better. Yeah, you, you got to my wipes out. Better man. pitch one off. You ever, you ever had the, you ever had the shit though when you're, uh, when you're in that moment? You know what I'm saying? You're with a lady and you just like you oh. took the shit before you got there, but you still got a shit for some reason because you had that, that fucking spicy. You had something spicy, and you're just like, damn. Yeah. It happens sometimes when it getting, when it comes unexpectedly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You you, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. It's like in the bubble guts. <laughs> yeah, oh, bubble dude. guts. Yeah. Dude, I remember, dude, real quick, though, real quick talking about shits, man. I wanted to go see this girl in Ohio one time. I drove all the way over there, and I was trying to fuck. And uh, I had the shit, dude. And and I went in the bathroom, and she, she had like like legit oh, had one piece of toilet paper on the fucking oh, oh, no, and, uh, the yeah, worst. And, and and so I went in there. No joke, this is crazy. And I'm telling this story because this is gonna be nasty. But I went in there. I took that shit. <laughs> And it was one of those ones that like stuck on our toilet. You know what I'm saying? No, no. Are you okay? No. So I Tar based. Okay? Yeah. So I basically right? I used Struggling. the I had to use the roll. I used the roll to like push it down and like get it off. Come <laughs> and on, man. And then I and then I That's washed terrible. the roll. I washed the roll with soap so that it wouldn't stink when I put it in there. Come on. <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> it was straight you up. You right, man. Nah, yeah, but and, and I still didn't even get to hit it, dude. It was crazy. Oh, Shit happens. 
Yeah, yeah you're and right sticks about that. to the it, toilet too. It literally happens. <laughs> you're right about that. That's so horrible. my next one is um, we used to call ourselves the trios. Me, my boy Pat, and my boy Kurt. And it was the brown guy, the black guy, and the white guy, man. So we were called the trio, man. We used to always hang out, cruise grass shit, try to pick up chicks. We'd party. Um, it was a great time, man. Like it's funny because I don't really speak to those guys, but it, in my teenage years, like we were boys, man. We played sports together um you know slayed chicks together <laughs> like it was all that that good stuff man it was a lot of good times and i'll never forget it even though you know some friendships last obviously longer than others um but those are like some moments in time i'll never forget dude oh some yeah good stuff you know hey yeah. where are the white women at we had we had <laughs> parties um there's another one i'm gonna pick too that uh you know it's just part of growing up, man. It's just part of growing up. You get your license. You want to cruise around. You want to holler at girls. You want to party. Holler. Yeah, man. That's all part of growing up, dude. What so, a yo. Shout out to the trio, man, because we had a lot of good times. You guys are in the Hall of Fame. Good dudes, Yeah. Too. Yeah, man. Yeah, just James. You know you know those dudes, man. Good dudes. A lot of good yeah, memories. That dude. dude. I told the story one time about the Monroe trip, man. Monroe. You know, and, uh, yeah, got my car impounded. Was this the backseat oh, game? Yeah. Kurt's yeah. dad and mom had to come get us from all the way down there. Yeah, the backseat Yeah, when you game. know the cops, like, hey, what are you doing back in your drawers yeah. or down by your ankle? No, like, no, ah, what do you think I'm doing? Yeah, I'm sweating like I just came out the sauna. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, Poppy was out of his business, bud. Good poppy, Poppy. <laughs> no, I'm saying, bud. I did my day, bud. Big <laughs> <laughs> Poppy be popping. Drop it like it's hot. <laughs> yeah, man. The bass cheeks, man. You know what I'm saying, man? <laughs> He's clapping. All right, Hollywood, back to you, uh, man. Um, I remember going down to Cobo Hall in the WWE and watching um, Randy Macho Man Savage with Hulk Hogan. Oh, Randy Macho oh, Man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, macho Man. My yeah. Dad, my dad and my... <laughs> was like uh we're going to the wrestling tonight like oh wow you know so we were all excited you know me and my brothers and uh i remember that's when i got my first bret hart shirt bret the hart foundation and that's when they had the hart foundation they fought the uh it was um the british bulldogs and them guys were high flying off the top row it was crazy they had Hot Rod, Roddy Piper, Paul Orndorff, Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage, um, um, Junkyard Dog. It was just so cool to see them guys. They were like so, they weren't real. It's like, oh my God, this is Hogan. Yeah. This is Bret Hart. You know, just to hear that all come along and everything. And, and then the most exciting part was out as we were leaving in the parking lot in the alley was Savage and Elizabeth. Wow. And wow. They had lucky. They had that old beat up Cadillac. And he's like, Elizabeth, get in the car. You know, we're running. Hey, Elizabeth. Oh, yeah. You actually Snip seen this? Yeah, yeah. Wow, man. We were How right cool there running up to him. He's like, he's like, I got to run right now. You know, he goes, he goes, take it easy, guys. And it was like, that's savage. But that Cadillac was an old ass Cadillac, yeah. man. Yeah. Hey, yeah. do you remember? I'll never forget when we went to wrestling. I think it was me, you, Uncle Ricardo, and a couple others. And it was uh, NWO, Stone yes, Cold, and the Rock. Yeah, yeah, that was a good time, man. Yeah, sweet. That, oh, that was yeah, a great was. time. Good memories yeah. too. Yeah. So that was, you know, and I was probably thirteen, 
you know, my younger brother, Ricardo, and then Anthony, uh, they loved it. You yeah. know, Hawk Hawk, Hawk Hawk, my favorite Hawk Hawk game. 40 days, you know? I hung and fung of the Titan. <laughs> Say your prayers, brother. Take your vitamins. <laughs> Listen here, Mean Gene. Mean Gene. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you something, Mean Gene. But once you broke, me and, uh, once you was in the stadium, you know, and you opened them curtains, you walked through, and you're like, you seen that ring, and you're like, oh my god. Yeah. This is what they do on TV on Saturday. You know what I mean? Or it's whatever. freaking awesome, man. Oh, it is. It is. What a great rush. So you Bryce, can't really understand unless you're a wrestling fan. Yeah. I was gonna say you guys went through that era. I. I really thought it was awesome theatrics and everything, but to see those guys live was just as exciting or more exciting to see it in person because these are bigger than life personalities. Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, The Rock, you know, some of your yeah, guys. I mean, to see these guys, they're, they're just you get a lot of stuff. Of men. On TV, it's all played up, right? Yeah. You get the story with the promos and stuff. But like when you're there live and the music hits and like people are going oh, fucking it's crazy. crazy. It's, it's crazy. just, it's a rush. I can't explain. Like, you know, Mikey, he's not really into it anymore, my yeah. son. But, like, I had a chance to take him there because I wanted him to experience what I experienced. And he fucking loved it, man. I would I would like to go and have been able to check that out. Dude, if oh, we, if we went, we would have a ride. It's just a lot of fun. It's when entertainment. You, when the crowds it brought was amazing. They they would do the Silver Dome. Going back to the old Pontiac Silver Dome, that's where the big, uh, yeah. what was the big one they did there? WrestleMania. That WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Yeah. That was with uh, Andre the Giant, remember? Yeah. My dad went there with <laughs> Mr. Hoff. Wow. They were really? The, uh, yeah, they went to the WrestleMania. Shout out to the Hoff. The Hoff. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking hey, of Josh McDaniels, Joe Half. <laughs> but I'll tell you, shiver you, punk. One thing, one thing that I can say honestly, like when you see the ring on TV, it looks so much bigger, but it's small. And then when you get there, you're like, guys, actually, right? No, I it's mean, cool though. But yeah, the dudes but... were huge, man. I mean, yeah. like Hulk Hogan and just a big guy. Well, we went yeah. we to uh, Caesars. Me, him, and Cardo, and all of them. You should see how big King Corbin was. Monsters. And he's he's a noble, but he's big. But a lot of these dudes are former college football players, you know, bodybuilders, shit yeah. like that. So they're athletes. They just find a different way to, you know, channel their their skills. Yeah, and Brock Lesnar, he's an animal, dude. He he's a, I wouldn't want to meet that guy in the back alley. I no. always found it super entertaining. I always did. Yeah. I, I liked it. No, it's it. It's always been great, man. I don't watch as much as I used to, but uh, yeah, as a kid, like. That was life. I that mean, was you life. Look forward man. to it every freaking weekend. I feel like in another life I should have been a wrestler. I fucking I mean, love especially it. when you bust crutches over friends' heads, man. <laughs> yeah. That's that's pretty brutal. Lenny Popple. Shout out to Mike Hawkins. You prick dick. He's walking these days with a limp, but he's I eat. He's still waiting for you in the back alley. He's right. right. Yeah, there you ready. go, James. He's, he's still waiting for him. He's gonna get that so much back. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny though because i was never into wrestling and i still liked hulk hogan like he he made his way into movies and stuff and like he was just such a big personality that he even crossed over that you didn't even have to watch wrestling and you liked him yep oh, yeah. for sure grandmaster b slide over to you all right man so another memory of growing up with certain smells right this guy I mean, again with the candles but <laughs> How many? <laughs> How many? So, like, going to my Polish grandmother's house in Hamtramck, her house always smelled like mothballs and cedar. You know, that smell, because grandma had a front porch, and I don't know if it's an old person thing, Hollywood, where they put mothballs in, been, like, yeah. you know, their dressers Cheap and stuff. Yep. 
but you know they didn't have ac and all this other stuff but it always smelled like mothballs and she had cedar wood running through her house so it always had this distinctive smell mm -hmm. um and i remember she used to cook a lot so she would do like homemade soups and stuff so when you go to grandma's house you'd smell her cooking yeah so that brought me back to like a childhood memory i was thinking about this and i'm thinking certain times i'll like go to a restaurant and Maybe not the mothballs, but I smell like somebody's soup cooking at the kitchen in the restaurant. I'm like, man, it reminds me of grandma's house. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like certain things bring me back to the childhood memory. Mm -hmm. You know, do you, have you ever had anything like that? Or I, I've had that when um, I was at my apartment. I was sitting there and I could, I could smell like my grandmother's house. Like I got a, a scent just come by me like, that used to smell like my grandmother's house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that was so weird that. That scent just came upon me. Yeah. That was a scent of her home. Like, she must know that I was thinking about her or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, scent's a powerful thing. Like, yes. it could oh, be yeah. like, a, you know, it could a perfume or something that you smell on somebody else and it'll maybe bring you back to an old ben girlfriend. Ben Gay, Ben Gay. For how long? Uh, just uh, <laughs> anything, you know, like <laughs> Epsom salt. Remember the Epsom salts they used to use back yeah. in the day with people? Oh yeah, all that man. Well, they say that uh, scent, like the scent of smell, it can bring you back to a place more than anything else. Absolutely. Like, like that, literally, yeah. your mind uh, remembers smells more than anything. Yeah, exactly. I, I think there's some truth to that, Just James. I think that, like, that was like one of the things I remember as a kid is going to my grandmother's house. My Polish grandmother, she had those mothballs, man, and they would, especially <laughs> like on a on a warm day, like they would just permeate throughout the whole house, and then. You know, then that cedar wood would be baking in the hot house, and it would just had that smell. And I remember it always had a really good, it just made me happy, you know. And then that home cooking that I smelled when I came to her house, it was like, man, I'm home. I'm at grandma's house. It was yeah. like comfort. You ever had that, Philly? Yeah, that's a good one, B. I'm sorry, I had to take a leak. But at the, at the same time, like, I, I totally relate to that because I actually took a um a piece of Pop's dresser okay i have it and it it smelled like him like pops yeah, yeah. and uh you know bringing it into my house it just felt comforting you know especially yeah. after we lost him in april and uh it's a comforting feeling so yeah, yeah back in the day like babsha she used yeah. to make a you know guampki yes these are polish dishes for those that don't know babsha's grandma and polish and guampki stuffed cabbage yep and the soup she would make and the sour leaf yes oh <laughs> All my that gosh stuff, man and uh, it was awesome. I remember going and staying with her. And it's, uh, I have another thing that I'm, I'll lead into eventually when it's my turn, that, uh, which is great. You know, I, I can totally relate. Yeah, I mean, those memories, there's like certain things, James, like you were saying, it kind of triggers your mind to go back in time. Like you say, that maybe a scent can bring you back to something like that. And I just, yeah, man, I was... you know, you just know you smelled it before. Exactly. Yeah. You, you yeah. might not even know where, but you're like, man, I just, it's something about that that's so nostalgic. No. Yeah, like, I mean, I I know it's off subject, but like, you know, Sal came up to me, you know, before we started the podcast and he's like, smell my finger. I'm like, <laughs> no, it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing, Sal. It's just, it's not the same thing. It's not quite like ass. <laughs> damn you. Damn you. Why does it smell like sun-kissed tuna, damn you? Stop it. Just <laughs> right. Jay, swing it back to you, Brad. All right, which number are we on right now? This is, should be four. 
because I ain't right. even going to lie. I had five written down, and I went off those shits because I thought of different ones in the, on the spot. Well, Can I play with them? Well, no, Can Hollywood started. Okay, Can so I'll be on five them. coming Can't up. Can't do it. Okay. Yeah, we're, right, we're right. I got so, one so more to go. My, so this is my fourth one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes. And let me Damn, ask dude. this real quick. Are we allowed to oh, do... do yeah. we, oh, well, yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> we allowed to do one that uh, has to do with like if I'm 21, is that cool? Is that young enough? Yeah, because you're still considered a kid at that age. At least right. I think you are. All right, cool. So, so me, a friend of mine, uh, and me, when I was 21, uh, we went to this, went to this place called Boogie Fever, and it was like this spot. Yeah, that was man. Royal, Royal Oak, right? Yeah. 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 I've been there, man. I've been there, man, with them long cuffs, man. <laughs> yeah, I met a few cougars there, but. Yeah, so I'm gonna set this up so like if if you ever been to Boogie Fever, you haven't, you should go if you're a young guy, cause you go in there and it's like they're playing all '80s music, and it's older chicks that still kind of you know didn't get to fulfill something, I guess. Oh yeah. And, and so yeah, <laughs> are just, these considered the cougars? Yes. The cougars that are looking for the young guys. Yeah, yeah. So so a friend of mine and we went there and you know we're all drinking and stuff and I end up kind of making out with this chick on the dance floor. It was real wild. She's older than me. I didn't know how much older, but she was definitely a mom for sure. She's a cougar. And, uh, yeah, she was a cougar for sure. And then uh, my friend Shout was, out to was the getting with, My friend was getting with her friend. So it's the end of the night, and uh, my boy's, like, trying to take her home and stuff, but the chick kept lying to him. She was like, I got a turkey in the oven. Sorry. <laughs> was, was she pregnant? I, nah, she was talking about, she was like, I left the turkey on. I can't. And I'm like, so my boy's like, yo, man, you got to drive me home. She's saying she's got a turkey in the oven. I can't go over there. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? Like, what What does it mean? Like, you know? And, uh, but she was just trying to tell him, like, she didn't really want to do nothing. I think she might have been married. Oh, so anyway, okay. I get this chick's or number. She's, or she's pregnant. Or she really has a turkey in the oven, yeah. So I, so I, I, uh, I get the chick's number that I'm talking to. And I drive him home, and then I drive back over to her place, and she lives in Woodward. And we end up hitting it off in her, you know, I come over there, and she literally tells me, first of all, I get in there, and she's got three pictures of her kids on the wall. They're all oh boy, yeah, like my age. Buzzkiller right there. Well, not really, because her daughter was hot. So her daughter was like 19, I'm 21. I'm like, whoa, doing the math. I'm like, how the hell you got a 19-year-old daughter? Like, how old are you? I think she was like 46 or something. And I'm 21, and she just told me, you know, she was just like, you want, you want to fuck? And I was like, what? And she's like, oh, yeah. yeah. She's like, I know you, you came over here for this. Like, you know, we're both adults. And she, yeah, so she took me in a, in a back room, and you know what I mean? We, we, did, our, we did our fucking day. <laughs> and, uh, you got naked. We got naked. Wow. And, uh, and it was dope, man. She was, like, really cool, man. She, she, um, she tried to get me to stay the night, but I was like, nah, I got to leave. I got a turkey in the oven. And uh, you had a turkey in the oven. You told, told her to. I told her I had a turkey in the oven. And uh, it's all the comeback, Brad. So right. she was like, uh, <laughs> but she was real cool about it. She was like, I'm not gonna hit you up. Like I know what this is, and uh, but if you ever, if you ever want to talk or whatever, like you know, hit me up. You have my number. She's really cool, man. That's lit. Yeah, it was dope. It was a dope time. Good story. Yes, sir. Naked. 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 Yeah. Getting well, down in them bathrooms, man. Tub, 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 tub. Tub, tub. 
Well, mine's not as juicy as that, but uh, <laughs> wait a minute. Are we on? Are we on number five right now? No, I'm on Hollywood starter, so I'm on four. Okay, so you're four. Yep. So I got uh, staying the night at my grandparents' house on Monday nights back in the day when I was a kid. I always remember because uh, Nana and Papa used to take me for a Coke in a bottle, and uh, we used to watch Monday Night Football, and they let me watch Monday Night Raw. You know what I mean? That was like my night to get away, and they'd take me to school, and I go back home, and it was just a great thing. It was a uh, super comforting feeling. Um, just one of those things I'll never forget. The old house on Bigelow, but you know I'm saying I've been up in there before, but yeah, no. but you know, shout out to Roseville, but <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> call it the Ville now. Yeah, to run the streets, but yeah, you know, Ville, but <laughs> they were uh, they were like my comfort blanket, man. Growing up, so I got to shout out my grandparents, man. Love them. Yeah. Back. That's what's and, up. Uh, I'll never forget that, dude. That was like my getaway as a kid. You know, when things were bad at home, my mom would send me over there, and like every life would feel good again. Man. I remember it, bros. Yeah. Can I take? Can I take mine back? That was all heartfelt. <laughs> I'm like, man, I, I, I used some no. raunchy shit. <laughs> dude, I got plenty of raunchy shit too, but that was just something that was important to me, man. So I yeah, had to get no, that out good. there. That's a good one. Yes, sir. So. Final round, Hollywood, go back to you, but Oh, man. Christ, I'm, Christ, I'm getting all emotional from it, you know? Man, I'm I remember sorry, the times, man. man. <laughs> hanging out with the boys, you know, staying at this friend's house every now and then. Hanging out and being able to hang out late past your curfew. Mm. Was cool. We was with some chicks and shit, you know, doing your thing, thinking you're all badass and shit, you know. Uh, yeah, I like that. I enjoyed that. Going by the house because we didn't have cell phone. Tap on the door. What you doing? Can you come out? You know, wait till my mother's sleeping. You know that sneaky stuff. But yeah, I used to, I used to scroll in the neighborhood, man, like a like a like a uh, alley cat. Meow 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 meow. Yeah. Searching for Oh yeah. Boy. We're on a hunt for Paul. Oh yeah. How many? <laughs> come here, kitty kitty. <laughs> Come here, kitty, 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 cat, meow, meow. Oh, yeah. Dude, I swear, yeah, I loved it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. I miss them times there, man, you know, uh, doing that. You're not proud. You're like a dog in heat, you know what I mean, Mark? Yeah. Fucking pissing everywhere on the bushes and everything. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, them, them, were, them were called the, the good old days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking spray doing, everywhere, you know what I mean? <laughs> Doing things, you know, in pools and shit on top of decks and all that. What you weren't supposed to be doing, but you were doing them. You was doing the dirty do. Doing the devil's work. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Getting yeah. that dick dirty. I mean, there, there's tons of them. There were just a few of them. You was a dirty dog, but. Yeah, but. Dude, all right, Grandmaster B, back to all you. All right, so we're wrapping up on my number five. Uh, memory. My first car. My very first car. It was a 71 Ford Maverick. I paid $400 for this thing. Nice. Maverick. It was junk. Uh, it was painted like it looked like a leopard dude because it had Bondo. It was like this cream color that Ford put out that made no sense for whatever reason. It was like this ugly tan cream color car. And uh, me and my buddy Todd Gassel. I used to work at a gas station. Remember, you know, my Hollywood when they used to paint the curbs when you used to go in the gas station yeah. nice and white with that high gloss white paint. Mm -hmm. Well, when I worked at this gas station, Mr. Fronrath, the owner of the gas station, goes, Hey, goes, anybody can use this paint. I'm throwing it out. 
if you want it, take it home. Maybe your parents will use it for painting something. I'm like, yeah, I'll take it. And I painted my car with it. <laughs> no bullshit. True story, man. I painted my car. Me and my buddy Todd Gassel, we ended up bondoing this car, making it look good from about 10 feet away. And then we took rollers and paintbrushes and I painted my car with curb <laughs> paint, high gloss, white curb paint. True Hell story, man. Yeah. And uh, I used to have to jumpstart it with the solenoid with the screwdriver. So the, the best part of this story is I'm cruising down Gratiot back in the day and I got, I rear-ended somebody and I hit, hit this car and all the paint cracked off like an eggshell. Literally, the paint chunk just fell Come off the car. I'm not bullshitting you. And the Roseville police came, and the guy looked at me. He goes, are you okay? I said, I'm fine. Lady in the car, she's fine. He goes, who in the fuck painted this car? Because I've never <laughs> seen anything like this in my life. He goes, what is this? I said, oh, I painted it with curb paint. Right. And it was the biggest piece of junk you'd ever want to see. But, man, when you're, when you're young and you got your first set of keys and you got a car that you can go from A to B yep. anytime you want, and you can go pick up the girl, or you can go to your boy's house, you can do anything you want, man, it's that freedom. Yeah. Oh, you bad, baby. Having yeah. that oh, first slide, man, or as my boy would say, that whip. That whip. That you know whip, what I mean? Having that first car, man. So that was always cool to me, man. It was like a memory just having it, man. I had the shittiest car, but I had the best Alpine. Yeah. I had that radio, dog. That's right. You had that shoe, boy. Did you say Cupine? Cupine. <laughs> my man said Cupine. <laughs> yeah, it was great, man. Just having that car and just having that freedom. You know, you weren't yeah. proud to pick up a chick in this ugly car I had, but it was like, you know, I got rag of the month. Remember that Hollywood at Bravelick? We used to have the rag of the month. Mm -hmm. They give you honors in the school paper. Right. Yeah. I want it. I want it, dude. So th that's like one of those memories as a kid, man, is having that set of keys, being able to go where I want instead of going, hey, mom, can you take me yeah. over to, you know, Mike's house or Sal's place? No, yeah. I'm, you know, like, you know, right. you're going to walk or ride your bike, but just to have that car. Yeah, yeah. that's a great feeling, isn't it? And it was like freedom. Yeah, it was right? amazing. You know, I didn't have no money, you know, to fill up a tank with back then. It was like, what, 10 bucks? Yeah. You know, you didn't need the biggest bad. paying job. You know, you paid like no fault insurance. It was dirt cheap back oh, then. I, I remember like a 20 bucks back in the day when I got my ride. You could fill up your gas tank Brides. for the weekend. You could get a pack of smokes. You can get the dr whatever drink and smoke you wanted for the weekend, and you could party all weekend long. Twenty bucks, twenty, 20 bucks, yes. man. Yeah, I'm right. And if yeah. you had forty in your pocket, you was loaded. Oh, you, you man, go to Taco lit, Bell. Yeah, you, you <laughs> got after hours, but yeah, you go late night, dog. No, <laughs> you got everything, but I know what I got away with ten dollars, man. So I can roll a badger. That's 20. what I'm saying, man. You feel rich, man? You get six, you hitting that no tell motel, <laughs> dog. By the hour, you know what I mean, man? Yeah, you chewing out that hole. Tell, tell, sixteen dollars. <laughs> 20 you want to buy the hour, hour. you want to buy the night. Now take it for the hour. Five, for five minutes. Hour. <laughs> uh, all right, Judge James, what you got, bud? All right, man. Last memory when she threw me back to come on the titties, mama. You know what I mean? <laughs> nah, um, my last memory is, um, damn. I just, you know what's funny? I went, I went off because I thought of something else, so. My right. last, my last memory was honestly, um, getting or my, what I'm gonna choose, getting a girl's number for the first time, like literally walking up to a girl I did not know. I was in, uh, I think I was in Kennedy at the time, so middle school. I remember I was at Macomb Mall. I was with Chris, and uh, we were walking around the mall because you know that's what we did back then. My mom just dropped us off. We just walked around the mall for like a couple hours, and uh, I remember seeing this girl. And she locked eyes with me. I locked, I locked eyes with her. And then 
um, you know, we just kept going because I was a, I was a, you know, I was scared. And we go, we meet up again, and she locked eyes with me again. But she was with all her friends, so Chris finally convinced me. You know, he was like, "Dude, you locked eyes with her like a couple times. She's looking at you. Go over there." And I remember walking up to her. I was so scared, dude. My legs were like spaghetti, bro. That that have been like, you know, boiling in water. That's how I felt because it was her and all her friends. But somehow I just built up the courage, walked up to her. I said, you know, hi, and asked for a number. And she actually gave me her phone number. And it was like mm. the best feeling in the world, dude. I was like, oh, my God. No, especially back then, dude. It's like a, such a sense of relief. You know what I mean? Like, I conquered it. Yeah, you did it. Yeah. You overcame that fear, man. Like, it's very important. Like, especially it. to a young man who's growing up and you're like, shit, man, I can get over that. I can do this. You know what I mean? She likes Yeah, me. you're just like walking towards, re- you're you're walking towards possible rejection, dude. And it's like so scary. You just don't oh, know yeah, how the outcome are horrible. is going to be. That's, yeah. that's what I think every man, every man is scared of is rejection. Oh, but yeah. if you can yeah, get over that, been there with that, if you right? can get over that fear, I yeah. think you're unstoppable. Have you yeah, ever I been mean, rejected by a chick you... Fuck do, yeah, yeah. Dude, I mean, seriously, rejected. there's like a chick like you really had... Like this girl, like you had a major crush on. I don't remember the girl's name. I want to say her name maybe it was Melly in high school. She was this preppy little chick, just looking fine. Yeah. And for some reason, man, she had no game for me. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't in her league. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't that I wasn't, you know, a cool dude. She was more like the preppy kind, like the real smart type, you know, like she hung around with people that I didn't hang around with, but yeah. I always went for the opposite. That's key. You know, well, my friends, well, it shouldn't be that way, but it is what it is. No, it is what it is. Yeah. You might not be filming. I've had that with, uh, you know, even nowadays with people that, you know, try to hook me Word. up and people don't respond back, but hey, it's okay. Well, I'm going to be all right. right. Yeah, I ain't got to worry about your friend. I ain't, ain't going to chase, man. That yeah. stuff hurts, though, man. Like, but I had dude, a crush on a chick. It, it, just James, is it a shot to the ego, man? Do you think it's Bro. like, a, does it hurt? Like, does it, it bother you yeah. as a man even to this day? Like, if there's a girl, let's say you're working, just put a scenario out there. You're working at this place you're working at, and there's a hot chick that you really got a vibe for, and she's not giving you no game, and you're trying. You're like, she knows you're into her, but you're you're not seeing it from her back. Are you Are you kind of, like, still taking it to this day at your age a little, like, damn, what's it going to take? I mean, eh, I have a different outlook on it now, I think, because I think that if you have to work too hard for something, it's not meant to be. Yeah. Like, you, you you, don't, I mean, you, you could be, I, I like what Philly said earlier, everything should be even once you're in a relationship. But in the beginning, I don't believe you need to have, I mean, you can be the pursuer, you know what I mean? But, yeah, 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 for but, sure. But, but. It's like if I'm doing every if I already tried everything and I and I exercised all, you know, means and it doesn't work. It's like at the end of the day, I kind of look at it like that's your loss now. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. But but as a kid, it hurt, dude. I had a and I always seem to have crushes on people I can't get. Like I had a crush on this girl that was this girl that was like older than something attracts you to somebody. I'm talking about somebody that was older than me. Like when I was a kid, I think I was like 13. This chick was 15, 16. It's like, dude. Oh, I thought you were going to say you were hitting like, you know, the assisted living or something like that, Brad. No, that would have been better because <laughs> she probably would have thought she was Can young in her mind. You know, so Here's the Can't thing. Like it. I met, uh, so when I was coming back from Florida, I had a chick, you know, I met at the airport. Oh. She, she was cool. And she's like, yeah, let me buy you a drink. I'm like, okay, no problem. Oh, I remember you telling me the story, bro. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, that's cool. You know, she seemed cool as hell. We just talked like, you know, regular people would. And 
she seemed interested in me. So I'm like, all right, yeah, you know, whatever. And uh, nothing ever came of it. So, you know, it is what it is. Like, hey, some people are going to be into you. Some people are not. You know, right, right. You, you just wash your hands and be like, yo. Like me as a 35-year-old man, single father, hey, if you ain't got time for me, I ain't got time for you. That's just how I'm you- feeling. I'm not even I'm not even worried about it. I'm not there's no stress off my back. You know, it, it, it's either going to happen organically or it's not. Yeah. You know, you know what's really you know what really bothers me though out of all this and even more than rejection is when you have a friend that you like more than a friend and you're yeah. scared to even go for it because you don't want to ruin what you already have. Yeah, and sometimes you can be too honest to where like it might scare some people. And if that's the case, well, I'm sorry. I'm being brutally honest. You can't accept yeah, that. Yeah, well, you you, you ain't for I mean, me, baby girl. You know what I'm saying? Not, baby. I want a little more than a friend. Hey, hey, you either want the whole package or not. You know, it's yeah, by straight line. Straight up. Where she would say is no, you know, I, I, you know. Consider us just being friends and friends only. No I get it from it, from that point of view, from like just James when you're talking about back in that day to now. Yeah, the mindset is totally different, right? Yeah, like as yeah. grown men, we're just like, okay, whatever. Back then, you're like, okay, wow, you know, this is my everything's on this guy's guy's Why not ask her? <laughs> this, this is like make a break wallet for me, guys. Come on. Yeah, but yeah, nobody does. Yeah, yeah. Nobody it, likes getting rejected at all. It, it is a shot to the ego, though. Yeah, I mean, it does. It does. Yeah. It does women still, don't like that either, though. No, women. Women are way more sensitive. But here's the thing: Why give your number out if you want to bullshit around? True that. Yeah, I don't. I don't no, why? It's no point. Don't waste my time. Why waste your time? Right. We we're gonna you know. Well, we're seeing we in red. You know, we're trying to look at it. You want you want to intertwine? Yeah. You know, you didn't work. You can't mm. fit. You can't win with them. You want to hang. Yeah, you want to hang or not, baby? What you want to do? You rather do it, man. What we gonna do, man? You rather plan. What do we got? Is that everybody's fives? Just James, that was you, right? The last one. Yeah, that was me. That was the last one. All right, so the last one I got was uh, I had a lot of memories going up north to Traverse City with my brothers, man. Mm. Um, love my brothers with thick as thieves. You know what I mean? We all have different stories, but. One thing I just wanted to shout out is I love my brothers, man, more than anything in this world. And, Good uh, boys. Nick, Jeff, and Andrew, man, shout out to you. I love you guys, man. We are, to the day I leave this earth, man, I just want y'all to know that I'll do anything for you. I love you. You know yeah. what I mean? Hey, um, and uh, we share a lot of memories, you know, from summer times on the beach to winter time when I was trying to show off on a snowmobile and I fucking flipped that <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, we have a lot of memories together and I know like sometimes like some of us are coming and going, we don't get to speak as much as possible, but those are my guys, man. They always hold me down. They always got my back and, uh, I'll never, ever, you know, forget that. So shout out to them. Yeah. When all else fails, man, I know my brother's got my back. So Christ, I'm getting all emotional from it. Huh? No, <laughs> this is, this is an upbeat episode, man. I'm right. trying to keep this shit upbeat. But, hey, there's uh, something about having that bond though. I don't, man, brother, sister. I mean, I'm very close to my sister. She's really my closest sibling. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'm always going to protect her, man. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. or high water. I'm going to be there yeah. no matter what, you know, whether it's good or bad. I'm going to have her back. For sure. Period. And that's siblings. Uh, Hollywood, that's the same with you, man. I know you got one in heaven, but you'd still, you're still going to be there for fam, no matter what. Oh, yeah. For sure. Some of them. Not all of them, but some. 
I feel thankful because, you know, everybody's been able to hold me down. I got different relationships with all of them. Yeah. You know, which is cool. Different in their own style. That's true. You know, that's true. You know, me and me and Rollins have a different relationship. Damn you, Rollins. Me and Jeff have a different relationship. Yeah, yeah. Me and Andrew do. So it's it's, it's a great thing. And me and Remington do too from afar. Yeah. You know, so I I can't exclude him either. It's just circumstances are what they are. You know, they all they have different personalities. And I know? still think of him too, so I don't want to exclude him from anything, you know. Um, but I think that's important to recognize that and just, you know, keep keep that floor open, you know, because a lot of people will shut off all means of communication. And I don't think that's necessarily right. Um, I think uh, your life happens, there's uh, situations you can't control. You may feel how you feel at one point in time in your life, but at the end of the day, you know, as life grows older and you, you go on, you know, your, uh, your priorities change. You realize what's really important. So I always try to keep that line of communication open, man, no matter what. Hey, everybody. Just want to take a quick pause in the action to tell you about Cooper Lawnscape, Metro Detroit's expert quality service provider for all your landscaping and lawn needs. You can visit them on the web at cooperlawnscape.com or hit them at 586-329-9925. Also on all the social media platforms, including Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Call there and ask for Chad. He's the owner. That's my boy, Coop Dog. And make sure to let him know that Philly sent you. Again, that's cooperlawnscape.com. 586-329-9925 is the phone number. I promise y'all will not be disappointed. Now, let's get back to the show. See Rebel! Hey! Happy birthday! Damn you, see oh, rebel! Thank you, thank you. Happy birthday! Thank happy you. birthday! Yes. Happy birthday! Six thousand times today. Yes. I'm getting. I'm starting to accumulate a lot of those things. There you go. That's how. That's how you know you're important, man. You get a lot of love on your birthday, bud. That's what I'm saying, bud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All love. Yeah. <laughs> you got a lot of love. Pay the bills, give me money. Thank you. Happy birthday. Yes, so, sir. so, C rebel, how old are you? I'm forty-five. Forty-five, Damn. you old motherfucker. Colt forty-five, C rebel. Right. Philly, did you already go? <laughs> not yet, not yet, not yet. Right. Okay, it's the last one for the night. Okay, so Sea Rebel, what's your thoughts on where the Lions are at right now? Uh, exactly where I thought they'd be. Um, I think they are a better team than I thought they were going to be, though. I, re- I really do believe that. I think they got a lot of good things in place on the offense. Okay. But their defense couldn't stop Roseville High School. Damn you. Damn you, Sea Rebel. I just think I just I I, I believe and I, I believe their defense is just shred. You know what I mean? And and their offense is still predictable. Even if they can move the ball in the first, you know, the four three or four drives, they're like, okay, we figured that out. Then they just shut that down, and people beat them for it, like like Green Bay did. All right, see, Rebel. You know, they've seen a couple of drives. Once they've seen a couple of drives, okay, we can stop that. And that was the end of that whole thing. Well, let me ask you this, okay? So I know we had a heated debate about Matthew Stafford. You had a chance to see him for three weeks now in L.A. What are your thoughts? Because right now, Matthew Stafford in L.A., they look like the front runners to take the NFC. And he looks like the calmest, the happiest I've ever seen him. And he doesn't have to have a happy feet. He doesn't have to throw it in the triple coverage. He looks, he looks, looks great. Looks absolutely great. And I'm a little bit mad about it. Why couldn't the Lions provide him with any of that? They had 12 years to be able to give him that kind of happiness. And they just shit to bed every single time they tried. You're right. You know, I mean, you had there's times when you had Odell Beckham Jr. available, and you take Eric Ebron. Yeah. You, you had you had this, you had all kinds of uh, great wide receivers available and linemen are available. You take Lakin Tomlinson. 
And I just, I don't understand how do you keep getting it wrong? You don't just keep getting it wrong. You just fuck yourself where everybody else is going, what are you doing? Like my, my eight-year-old kid could have drafted better than that sometime. <laughs> and yeah. everything they try, it doesn't seem what, no matter what they try, it's always, bum, bum, bum. oh, well, we're going to get rid of the old regime. We're going to try it the Patriot way. How'd that work out? Yeah. We were just talking about like the Patriot way. In the back room. He's going to rape me. Yeah. AC <laughs> Rebel. Yeah. Uh, what's your take on the draft coming up in the NFL draft? What What do you think the Lions going to come and take? Uh, I, I haven't been keeping up too much on it yet. I don't start. Well, I don't start paying attention that till about you know January. I start looking, but I don't think they should take a quarterback. They're not ready. You, yeah. you take a, you take a quarterback in a top three, you're going to end up with the same situation with end up Matthew Stafford. I agree. A with really you. talented quarterback that. You just can't get any peace around. He's going to struggle and try, and all the problems are going to blame it on him. He'll be here six, seven years, go to another team, and get close to winning a Super Bowl. You're you go ready you, for a quarterback. Do you go the stud receiver that they can come and start immediately and then build your defense around that? I I, I think you've, you've drafted so many pieces on the offense. I, I think you have to go uh, You have to go defense. You know what I mean? For at least the, the next uh, first three rounds and the next two years, and you got to go free agency on your wide receivers this year. Okay. And then the next year, two years, three years, start rebuilding your wide receivers because your defense is so bad. You're not going to fix it in one draft or one free agency. Now, now, would you agree? Okay, so you have a tight end in Hawkinson. Um, you have a good offensive line. You have good running backs. Build on the defense. Yeah. And then the last thing I think you add is a young, youthful quarterback. And I think then, at that point, you have a chance to compete. Do you agree with that? I agree with that, uh, but if you ain't got a defense, you ain't going to do nothing. You're going to lose games 45 to 37, and that's what it's always going to be. And then what you're going to do is you're going to burn it out the halfway decent offense you have because they're only be good for a couple of years because you gave them no help, and you have them out there running 70 plays a game because your defense can't stop nobody. Right. And yep. so I think God, it's got to be focused on the defense last couple of years. I agree. And I, I really believe that because their defensive line, me and Brian would look, or me and, uh, I'm sorry, me and my, my buddy, uh, would Grandmaster like, B, you fucking yeah, idiot. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I, I, that, that's that's going to be on the edit floor. No, anyway. I'm saying, man. Me and Grandmaster B would look like favors <laughs> running through that defense. W.C. Rebel. Right Damn it, C. Rebel. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Been a long day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm working on the I'm working on the fly here. You guys are already warmed up. You guys have had the show going on for a while, and yeah, I'm just joining hey, on the all fly. Right, all right, let me uh, let me see. So, who's your Super Bowl pick now through three weeks of this NFL season? My Super Bowl pick. I'm gonna say, you know what? I, I'd be an idiot not to take the Los Angeles Rams. I, I I I just I don't see anybody beating them multiple times. Even if they do lose a game, which I don't think they're gonna go undefeated, but I I love their head coach. I think he's great. I think he pays attention. He learns from mistakes, and I don't see anybody really. I, I mean, I, I maybe KC. I think KC's in a slump, but uh, but I think they're going to come back. They're pretty smart. I hope Andy Reid's okay. But I, I would say LA and KC. No, and I agree with you. I uh, I battle with Hollywood on this. We go back and forth about Sean McVay, but I feel like the new school realm of coaches, like he's leading the pack. I feel like he Who's has Hollywood's pick. Who's Hollywood's pick? I gotta know. Um, Hollywood, go ahead. Well, who's your NFC and AFC pick? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the Bucks 
And then I'm going to say you're going to have to go through Buffalo. That's See, that's my exact picks, too, until I seen L.A. play. And I think I had L.A. and the Bucks playing in the NFC Championship game. We can go back and fact-check that if we have to. But I feel like Matthew Stafford, like, just puts them... And they beat them head-to-head already. You know what I mean? Yeah, so and, I feel Tampa like... Bay, Tampa Bay is... is I just, I just think that, that they, they were built for right now. They won their Super Bowl. I don't believe they're going to... I don't think they beat Dallas again. I think you play that game again, and Dallas wins that football game. It wasn't quite what he was. I can't... Can, can I say that anybody's going to beat L.A. twice? No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. Will Dallas beat them? Uh, no, I, I, I say no. I, I think it's a good game, but no, I don't think Dallas beats them. I, th- I, I like Dak Prescott. I think Elliott's lost a step, and I don't see them beating. Uh, I don't. I don't see them them getting around Aaron Donald on that defense. I, I feel really like don't see it. L.A.'s defense for being an iced out player, falling out of control the way he is. Nope. LA's, de- LA's defense is way better than Dallas's defense. Yeah. I think and, that, that's a determining factor. And let me ask you, when's the last time anybody in, in, in that room has seen Matthew Stafford play more confident and calm? Oh, I've never seen him play like that. He, he's so relaxed. Yeah. He's amazing. He's playing with swagger right now. Yes, I mean, he, yes. He knows he's going to win. Yes. And I'd love to see that out of him. But as a Lions fan, I didn't want to see that. I want right. to see him get a, get, get t- turf toe and be out nine weeks. Oh yeah, yeah, I and feel you. Had them lose eleven games to get the number one and number four pick of the draft, but that's not going to happen. No, you get the thirty-second so, pick. Yeah. <laughs> if I can't, if I if I can't root against them to lose, then I might as well root against root for them to win. Sea Rebels. Sea Rebels. Love you. Sea Rebel. Thanks for joining us, man. Episode twenty-three. I enjoy I enjoy you guys. I'm gonna join. I'm gonna join you again whenever I get the chance. Happy, right happy, happy birthday, Ch- Chaz Nasty. We love you, man. Yeah, yeah. Happy All birthday, right, brother. Philly. Take care. God See bless, you brother. Love you guys. I listen in all the time. All, all right, right, brother. Thank you. Love we'll you be too, talking brother. to you soon, brother. Peace. All right, brother. Take it easy, bud. All right, y'all. It is now time for the Who Said It, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to start it off. Let's see if these guys can guess my pick. All right, so bring it, bitch. Learning is the only thing the mind never exhausts, never fears, and never regrets. Hmm. Well, you know we're going to need a hint there, Philly. Well, how about you take a guess there first, you pick uh, Take a fucking gander uh, there, you uh, <clears throat> I'll say it one more time for you, prick this. You prick ya. Learning is the only thing the mind never exhausts, never fears, and never regrets. Stephen Hawkins. Nope. Fuck. Nipsey Russell. Or, uh, yeah. <laughs> Morgan Freeman. said Nipsey Russell. I'm fucking <laughs> dead, Morgan bro. Freeman. <laughs> right, get, it, get it together, guys. Right. Nipsey Hustle? You meant to say Nipsey Hustle, dog. Nipsey Hustle, man. My famous rapper's bad. He was a famous painter. Oh, Van Gogh. Ooh. No. Oh. Oh, that guy that did the... Uh, the, uh, the Michelangelo. Fun- Michelangelo. No. Uh, Drawing. Drink. Uh, Picasso. No. Oh, man. Drawing. Yeah. Um, the guy with the freaking hair. Yeah, it, the fucking dude with the uh, hair, bro. Yeah, That's yeah, what I'm thinking. Bob. Bob. We'll, we'll put a little bit of pain. Uh, in the yeah, yes, yes, yes. And, uh, and don't hey, stop. Listen. Engineering. Engineering. Oh yeah. man, I know what you're thinking of, bro. Um, science. 
sculpture. Don't, don't. I can't Google this, man. No, um, you can't. Bro, Science. I know who this that's is. That's the rules, man. Albert mm. Einstein. No. no, it's not Albert Einstein, bro. Mm. Would you like to phone a friend? Would you yeah. like to phone a friend? How many? <laughs> yes, you're right. You're going into the next round. $500,000. <laughs> Are you sure you want to phone a friend and fuck this up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Come um, on, just Jason. It's Ross. Uh, uh, something box. Ross. The guy's name's uh, last name is Ross. No. No, I'm way off then. That's what we're thinking of, Hollywood. Yeah. The dude with the big yeah. Bob Ross. The dude yeah. with the big pro. Yeah, back in the 80s. Did you Pally say Rick here. Ross? Oh, what? A little bit of snow on oh. the pine trees here. Uh, Give me that little look shit. as the sun comes barreling down in the pines. You think I would know it once you say it, though? Like, I'm going to be, I'm gonna be oh, upset yeah. I didn't get Yeah, you, oh, you'll know on. it. You all fucking, all you guys will know it. Bruce Lee. No. So Why are we always not Michael, to Bruce It's not Lee? Michelangelo. It's got. He's got three, three, um, three names basically. So, LDV. Now, are these really the questions that I was called here to answer? C Vato. C. Um, El Chapo. <laughs> Leonard DiCaprio? Yeah. I know the dude, man. You're on the right track, though. Oh, oh Da Vinci. Yeah, Leonardo Da Vinci. I finally got. Listen, that's no, all. You guys got stumped. That's bullshit. That's, that's, that's the first no freaking one I got right, dude. I really never get any of these. Right. I had no, no, I had, you basically told us. <laughs> I literally had to spell doing? it out for you. How you yeah, doing? you basically told us. You basically told us. Well, that was those Leonardo hints were starting to get a little bit healthier, so that kind of tipped them off a little bit. Leonardo da Vinci. Hey, that guy yeah. used to work over at the pizzeria with me, the yeah, Da Vinci guy. He's got a good family. He's a good guy. He's a, a nice wise guy, guy, that Da Vinci guy. I thought guy. it was Versace. I tell you yeah. what, his sister's really fucking hot. I heard Versace liked it in his ass. Yeah, this guy was in the butt plugs. What can I tell you? All right. Who's up? Judge James, who you got? Tear it up, bros. Here we go. Here we go. I think of a hero as someone who understands the degree of responsibility that comes with his freedom. Jared from Subway. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa. Put wow. the kids to bed now. <laughs> oh, man. Nelson Mandela. Donald Trump. <laughs> what? You're not on the right track. What is he? Where's he from? All right, he's a he's an artist. He's a singer. Quiet. Hmm. He's a musician. Is it New Day? Like, like newer? Uh, Nirvana. This guy's been around forever, so kind of old school, and he's still doing it. Still living. Still living, still making music. Alice Go Cooper. Go mommy. Elton John. No. Ozzy Osbourne. No. What kind of music? Ah, oh, fuck. If I say this, it's going to give it away. Well, How about this? Don't give us too good yeah, of a tip. He asked a question. You picked it. Yeah, prick, yeah. <sighs> fuck. All right. Uh, he... Damn it. This is going to give it away. He does folk music. James Taylor. Folk music. That's got to give it away, dude. All right. Repeat the question one more time. The quote? I didn't ask a question, you prick. 
You want the quote? The Bob, quote. Bob Dylan. Yeah, it's Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. Nice. Bob heard Dylan. Heard typing there. Would you look it up, guy? Yeah, I can. Oh, Bob Dylan. I'll be honest with you. I Good job, Philly. Music and it popped. He's the second guy they popped up. <laughs> Fuck, dude. I knew it. I wanted to give you a hint. I wanted to say that he's written songs for other people. Because I know uh, Jimmy awesome Hendrix, my favorite song from him, was written by Bob Dylan. That is nice. I can't take credit because I did fucking pop his folk mm. music in. All right, Grandmaster B. I, so you're, you're over there Googling, bros. That's I, against the rules. I popped in Look, folk you can music. Google. I'm sorry. Why is he Googling over here? Sometimes he's going to break Hollywood. the rules. What the Tell hell is Googling? Tell He's me. not supposed to Google. All right, I'm fucking hands off. I'm Enough. sorry. We're taking the laptop out of his I hands. I heard types, man. I'm fucking yeah, Twitter fans. I'm sorry, man. Don't Google me in the hood, man. You ain't cheating. You ain't trying, man. He's on a freaking porno. Bunch of bullshit. I see the deflate gate going on over there. Yo, is it? Damn it. All right, who's up? Grab oh, I'm up. Okay, okay. Here's my quote. Um... Uh, efforts and courage are not enough without purpose and direction. Efforts and courage are not enough. Are not enough without and... purpose and direction. Mm, Doctor Phil, a good one. Tony Dungy. No, it's not. It's not. It's a, in lieu of just James. My love, like a brother. I can't use any sports figures. Okay, I'm changing it up. Okay. Actor, uh, actor, not... male or female. Male efforts and courage are not enough without purpose and direction. Let me know when you're ready for a hint. Joe Denzel Biden. Washington. Joe Biden. Close. It is a politician. Oh. It is a politician. Chris Christie. <laughs> Anybody <laughs> see my corned beef sandwich? No, Abraham it's not Lincoln. Chris Christie. Abraham Osama, Lincoln. Oh, Osama bin Laden, uh, motherfucker. Obama. You're almost going to say Osama bin Laden. Yeah. Obama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Obama. Yeah. Hey, Ted Cruz. <laughs> it's not Ted Cruz. <laughs> nope. Uh, Efforts and courage are not enough without purpose and direction. Richard Nixon. You're getting hotter. Former president? Former president. Mitt, oh. Mitt Romney? <laughs> Who are you going to say there, man? He stopped there. He's like, Spider-Wise. I got to call Spider-Wise. He's a banana here, You're going to say Barack Obama? <laughs> no, I'm going to go with, uh, yeah, Billy Clinton. Bill Clinton. It is not Bill Clinton. Jimmy Carter. It's not Jimmy Carter. Ronald Reagan. Well, you guys motherfuckers are going to go right backwards. You got to keep going back. Abraham Abraham Lincoln. No, it's not Abe Lincoln. George Washington. Truman. Truman. 70s. Jefferson. One of the most popular Democratic presidents. Oh, it's fucking, uh, it's John F. Kennedy. There it is. It is JFK, and that there was his go. famous one of his famous quotes: "His efforts and courage are not enough without purpose JFK. and direction." That's true. So, though. Just James, right. you get a point, my friend. Good job, Just James. Way to go, Jay. Thank you, thank you. Very much. Hollywood. Don't upset. Don't upset, but bring it down in this corner tomorrow, but my turn, but it's your turn, but I drink a lot of water and a lot of wine. <laughs> <laughs> I drink a lot of water what? and a lot of wine. That's a little out there, Brian. Yeah. You fucking break that. <laughs> That's a little different. Uh, drink I a, could, water, a I, lot of water and a lot I of wine. I could change it to I drink a lot of H2O. Matter. Bobby Boucher? Is it Aussie? <laughs> I didn't say dope, Daddy. We can say terrible things.
face to each other because we're so close. Just James, you got a guess for I asked for a hint. I drink a lot of water. All right, I'm going to ask for a hint. Um, What does he do? Who's your daddy? And what, what does, does he, he do? Uh, yeah! Oh, shit. I drink a lot of water. I drink a lot of wine. Mm. All I can say is... I believe he was a musician. You, you believe? believe he was a musician? Yeah, a musician. Ugly motherfucker, man. <laughs> was it Mick Jagger? <laughs> Damn, dude. Was it Mick Jagger? No. You said ugly motherfucker. Okay. So he's not known for his music, is what you're saying. I wouldn't say it's the greatest, but okay. he's known. What, what, uh, what era? Is he Bob 80s, Dylan? 70s, 80s. Bruce! Bruce Springsteen. No, no damn you. Is damn he, he's man. a musician? He's not my kind of fellow. He's a musician, though? <laughs> Elton John. Nope. He is a musician. Yeah. Mm. If he's not his type of Rod fellow, Stewart? He must be filled with chuguer. <laughs> <laughs> he likes air? <laughs> this guy likes air? <laughs> <laughs> he likes Hashid. Uh, uh, George Wasuf? <laughs> Saying he's a, you said he's a singer? No, not a singer. Mm, an instrument. ZZ plays, Top, dude? Who um, um, plays an instrument? Yeah. He uh, plays a flute, man. <laughs> no, not the flute. <laughs> he plays a skin flute. <laughs> uh, Kenny G. <laughs> nope. Uh, but he's a musician. But he Beethoven? He's a, nope. What is it? Am I getting hotter? You, you probably Kendrick Lamar? No. Mozart? No. Alright, we need another no. hint, Hollywood. Uh ugly motherfucker. Well, you keep saying ugly motherfucker. <laughs> I'm thinking Not Mick Jagger. Not ugly motherfuckers out there. Uh, gotta have another hint here, bro. <coughs> uh, shit. What do his feet look Snoop like? Snoop Dogg. <laughs> what does his feet look he like? He dresses pathetically. Or he did. It's not Prince, is it? Nope. Prince uh, always dressed pretty fly. Exactly. You want me to tell you? No, because we gotta keep, we gotta hold guess on, it. You gotta keep on, getting the hints on. better. Eighties. I don't know a whole lot about this guy. I don't know a whole whole lot about him. Obviously, okay. you're not giving us fucking good enough hints to guess it. I believe it, it matter, he was on Saturday Night Live one time. <laughs> okay. Oh, fuck. Speaking of which, I gotta <laughs> okay. record that. Um. Alright, yeah, I'm, I'm stumped, dude. I'm, I, I'm tapping out at this point. I'm tapping out. I'm stumped. You tapping out there, uh. B, no, I'm out. not giving up. I want one more hint. One more hint. He's an ugly motherfucker. That's no, just not good one. enough, dude. Yeah. That's just terrible. 80s. Yeah, 70s, 80s. He was a musician. Did he play what instrument? How's Steve that? Steve Perry? Uh, no. No, Steve Perry. I don't mean Steve Perry. But some people consider him. No, he he played an instrument with strings. Santana? Nope. Jimi mm. Hendrix? Nah, he was a pretty motherfucker. Mm. Close, huh? Who? Oh. Jimi Hendrix? No. Close? Nope. Elvis? Uh, the ugly motherfucker. Ugly. Oh, <laughs> um. Hmm. Think of ugly musicians, Philly. Ah. I'm about to Google fucking ugly musicians, dude. <laughs> Ugliest motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> that was the hit. Era, era. Hollywood was the 70s. 
was in the 80s. 80s, but he was ugly. It was Montana. John Cougar Mellencamp? No. No? Fucking Bruce Springsteen. Are we getting close? No. Who is it? You guys Fuck it. it. Tap it out. Fucking Albert Gene Humperdinck. Sim- <laughs> Who? Come on. Albert Humperdinck. Lovely <laughs> <laughs> ass fucking name, too. Uh, yeah, Dude, the motherfucker played the little fucking guitar, the little shillelagh, a little. He was a good. I, I gotta look him up, man. Let's Dude, see. Albert, he's an ugly motherfucker. Albert Humperdinck? <laughs> Humperdinck. He is an ugly motherfucker, though. Hey, long hair, pink yeah, cheeks. Yeah, come yeah. on, man. It's all you, man. You're just too good to be true. Who likes Steven Seagal? That baby is ugly. How did you come up with this dude? I just fucking said That's a buzz killer. I'm sorry, Helen. <laughs> That's just fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Humperdinck, man. Junk. That name, that, wait, wait, wait. It's that, Albert? Albert, Albert Humperdinck. Humperdinck. That, that, that humper got me, man. That humperdink. You been humping that? I've been humping that. You been humping all that dog, man. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> All right. That's all right, it. Y'all. What do we got left? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for impersonations oh, featuring boy. Grandmaster B. So, Hollywood, with all due respect, sir. Since we skipped out on it last week, I think it's only right that you offer up your scenario to Grandmaster B. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, uh, boy. This scenario is going to be John Madden. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, 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 I'm trying know. to get into character, but go ahead. Uh, John, uh, we got a few questions here <clears throat> for you that uh, we hear that, you know, you're... you're uh, Pretty highly on this guy named Brett Favre. Well, when you think about a quarterback like Brett Favre, you're automatically going to think about Hall of Fame material. Uh, Where would you put Brett Favre in comparison with Brady, Rodgers, and Stafford? Well, when you look at a guy like Brett Favre, the first thing you're going to think about is how he could toss the rock, and he's just a good overall player. And uh, he was my son; I'd adopt Brett Favre. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I mean, you got to go. I mean, I mean, he he came to my house and ate a turducken, and uh, (laughs) it was really good. I mean, when you think about a guy like Favre, I mean, I get emotional talking about Brett. So. Uh, Mr. John Madden, if you were to build a team, are you telling me that Brett Favre would be your starting quarterback? Well, let's put it this way. I've had Brett Favre in the Madden Motor Coach. And uh, Brett Favre and I have had some really nice... Uh, <laughs> we made love in that. <laughs> I mean, if, if Brett Favre could have my love child, it would have happened. <laughs> it would have been... <laughs> I, you know, it's uh, second down to nine. <laughs> and by, by the way, Brett Favre's nine inches. <laughs> so do you say that uh, oh, Brett Favre is considered the greatest quarterback ever played the game there, John? You know, when I watch Brett Favre play, to me, I got emotional with Pat Summerall. I would sit in the booth with Brett and and and. 
and I would sit there and cry, and and I remember getting tissues from Pat, and and and, and he'd watch me play with myself while Brett Favre had the ball, and, and it wasn't it wasn't anything I wanted to talk about at the time, but I got really excited. Uh, well, uh, Mr. Man, we appreciate you for your. Uh... Thoughts on Mr. Brett Favre. Thank you, and I appreciate all the people that came to my Hall of Fame ceremonies. It was very nice, but uh, just so it's on the record, Brett and I still have a relationship. <laughs> Way to go, John. Thank you, Mr. John Madden. Yes, thank sir. you very much. Mr. Madden, thank you very much. Oh, yeah, all right. Oh. I knew that one was coming. Spot on. Spot on. Spot on. I don't know about that, but close, but I got to get better at it. Yeah, that was, <laughs> good. That was <laughs> good. Very good. All right. All right, B, who you got? Who are you going to offer up tonight? All right, so uh, let me come back to me because I'm still i I'm changing my okay. mind on this one a couple times, and I don't know exactly what direction I'm going. If I'm going with Hollywood or if I'm going with you because I, I picked on Hollywood the last time. No, I picked on you the last time, so now I got to go to – no, I picked on you. I got to go back to you. Okay. Um, you know, I'm just going to go with it because we're talking in the lieu of football here. I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with my man, Jerry Jones. You go with Jerry, huh? I got to, man. And I'm going to let Hollywood do that. I'm going to let Hollywood throw the questions at Jerry. How you doing, Jerry, for one? Ah, well, uh, <laughs> I'm doing great down here in the great state of Texas. <laughs> well, I'm not sure you're really aware of me, but I'm a Hollywood bandersnatch, and I'm new on the press. Hollywood is very nice to meet you, boy. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, a couple things I want to ask you there, Jerry. Hey, go on here now. <laughs> You better watch your goddamn toe on me, boy. <laughs> Did you get your shower in? Yeah, you know, uh, every night uh, after the game and after practice, you know, me and my wife like to go on here and go in the shower. <laughs> and, uh, you know, sometimes the dumb pills are working, you know, I'm going to put it up in her, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Boing! <laughs> you know, uh, sometimes me and uh, George W., we go in and share a text or two, and, uh, you know, yeah! uh, we have a good old time. <laughs> I got a few questions there for you, uh, Mr. Jerry Jones. You're, uh, as I just talked to John Madden here about Brett Favre, what's your take in your relationship with John Madden? John Madden, you know, well, you know, he had a great time there when the Oakland Raiders, but uh, he can't compare to them goddamn Cowboys. Quiet. You know what? Uh, how about them Cowboys? <laughs> you know, I Come think on. back to Don't them. Don't bullshit me. I think back to them times with Troy, Emmett, and Michael, and uh, all those times. Uh, Goddamn them strippers that we had back at the uh, old Cowboy Stadium and uh, them buttholes I've seen in my lifetime, man. And they still weak at me now. They still weak at me now. <laughs> uh, <Them> Jerry, <laughs> you know, I know you're a big, uh, you know, I know you get real sentimental about Troy. Um, he's like, he's how like, big he's is like, it uh, He's like another son to me. How big of a difference, and I'm not talking dick size, but uh, well, between yeah. Troy and uh, Dak, can we ever have another Super Bowl run here with Dak? Well, now, if we're talking dick size, <laughs> then we're talking combine status, we're talking about prototypes, we're talking about, you know, big cocks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, well, you know, well... Um, yeah, I think I think Dak's gonna bring us by four or five Super Bowls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. oh but, uh, my you know, goodness! I, I say that you know in confidence that uh, I love Troy, and uh, mm -hmm. Troy's done a lot for Dallas Cowboys, and yeah, uh, 
uh, he's very special to me. Like my son, and yeah, you know, and yeah, he's a Hall of Famer, and yeah, <laughs> to the death of me, I love Troy. Right, right, right. Uh, do you think that the coach that you got, McCarthy, is he's the guy that's going to get you to the Super Bowl? Yeah, you know what? Uh, I think I made a mistake there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go out on there and say that. And, uh, yo, Jason Garrett was a good boy. And, yeah, uh, you know, I wish I would have stuck with him a little bit longer. And uh, if I had to do it again, I would have hired Troy. <laughs> Jerry Jones, ladies and gentlemen. Very, very good, boy. Well, well I appreciate good. that, that was Jerry great. Jones. Thank you for talking. That to was you. great, man. You're welcome. Yeah. Good job, Philly. <laughs> We're getting good at it, boys. Very good job. I'm trying, right. man. Who's up next? All right, Just James, what you got, bud? You already know, I mean, shit. <laughs> Who you got, dog? Um, well, shit. I thought didn't you guys uh? Yeah, yeah. Grandmaster B, he is a uh, he's an Indian convenience owner, and you are purchasing something from his store, my friend. Oh, I'm purchasing something from uh from from James. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> my friend. Oh wait, my no. Am I, the, am I the Indian my, guy or am I just a regular dude? Listen, will you just will, will you just hurry up and buy something because there's a lot of people in my store and if they don't come up to me on time, then I'm not going to sell anything. So please hurry up and buy something. Um I'm looking for uh, Fiji water. Do you guys have any? I went we back. Don't have, we don't have Fiji. We only have the water that you see in the bag. It's the Iron Mountain. We have the the regular Iron Mountain. You get your own water when you go home. Okay? You get your I, own water from the sir, sea. You don't... I, I've been coming to your store. You always had Fiji water. I'm looking for it. Well, I'm telling you we're out of Fiji. If I tell you we're out of Fiji, we're out of Fiji. I'm not going to lie about it. You go in the back, you see what we have, we don't have, we don't have. I cannot make uh, Fiji come up from nowhere. Okay, so I'm at your store, and I, okay, so if I can't get Fiji wires, your slurping machine not working. I mean, you own how many 7-Elevens? I thought you owned, like, a ton of these things out in this area. Why, why are you asking about my family? What do we, what, what do we I'm, not, I'm asking about the slurping machine, bros. I want to get the freaking blueberry then freaking, get the uh, fucking slurpee. Go get the slurpee. We have the fucking colors back there. Red, white, blue, everything you fucking like, like your country. You get the fucking Slurpee, you get the red, white, the blue, the spit, you, you can eat your fucking Slurpee. Bro, why you treat me like this? Where's my Tornados? They're not even You've on the fucking roller here, girl you know, bras. You, you know what we do here, you know? The condoms are in the back. This is bullshit, bro. Come on, bro. So, all right, it's time for the this or that. <sighs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh. 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 <laughs> Oh, yeah. <clears throat> All right, here we go. All right, Hollywood started off, damn you. This or that. Who is the most rowdiest fans in football, the Rams or the Raiders? The Raiders. The Raiders. I think Gotta the, be the Raiders. The Raiders are nuts, dude. Like, I know they had fights this year with L.A. when they opened the stadium, but L.A. has been, like, lit for the longest time. Oh, God, dude. They that that the, game's gonna be crazy. They got all that Mexicanos down there to get Let's liquored see. up, little tequila flowing home. Let me tell you something, Ben. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna play this year, correct? They're playing this year. Oh yeah. 
Oh, it's going down. Oh, dude, yeah. It's going down to Jerry's Hills, man. Yeah. Yeah. We going to talk to Troy. Troy. I'm going to say Raiders all day. Raiders. Raiders for sure. For sure. Hands down. I'm going to say Raiders the black hole. The fuck Um, is going on? I got... uh, Who thinks crazier, wilder, uh, football fans or hockey fans? Wait a minute, I thought we were supposed to go around the table and do one oh, each, and we're going to fucking do the bonus at the no, end. Hey, no, he's going to do this or that, then All we're right. going to do the bonus no, line. Gotcha, okay, keep going, man. I'm, I'm off schedule, bro. We're all <laughs> fucked up. Have another beer. We, we got the uh, <laughs> football fans or hockey fans? Football. Um, it's tough, though, because hockey fans are legit. They, they're diehards, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. But me as more of a football fan, I'm going to go football. Just James? I got more football fan friends than I do hockey fans, so I'm, I got to go with football, too. Yeah. I'm going to definitely take football. Yeah. I think football's where it's at. Uh, hockey fans are passionate people. It's a great sport, but I'm definitely going football. I mean, you I'm can a- pack 100,000 people and 120 at, at U of M. Those are passionate people, bros. Word up. Word up. I want to be football too. Clean sweep. But Yay! you know, they've had them they've had them big outside ice stadiums for fucking a hundred thousand oh, yeah. for that hockey. Oh yeah. You yeah. Know? Oh. 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 Um <laughs> my turn again. Yeah, yeah. you're, you're on a roll, bro. Go through How about this? We'll go around the table. Would you rather have your stuff delivered by Amazon or UPS? I'm gonna say mm-hmm. Amazon. Because I feel like they're always on time. UPS, okay. you know, FedEx is all a little fucked up, you know? <laughs> all day, bro. Amazon all day. That's to be. Amazon. I'm going to go with Amazon as well. Yeah. Clean sweep. Clean sweep. All right. Three for three. Do you prefer your pop that you drink your beverage with ice in it, ice cold, or do you prefer drinking with no ice? Cannot play with them. Cannot win with them. Cannot coach um, with them. Can't do it. I like it. my pop cold for sure. But say I grab it out of the fridge and there's no ice in it. So what's that mean? I like without ice? Well, no. I mean, you like if you'd either pour your pop, you're either going to have it in a glass with no ice or you're going to have it. It's got to have with ice, ice. In it. ice in it. No doubt. You ask no. me, excellent, excellent. Jesse James. Yeah, I'm going to do ice too, uh, especially if I get it from like a. Like if I'm at a, a restaurant or something, I don't know what it is, but they put that syrup in. The way they mix soda at a at a restaurant is different than it coming out of a can. Yes, it is. So, yes, it is. So it's like a lot stronger the, um, with that ice. It's the fountain pop is different, you know. Yeah. It's with with the jet. It's with it's all that stuff combined. It's just different. Like McDonald's Coke is like bar none the best oh, Coke yeah. I think yes, I've ever had. Far, in my life. By far. McDonald's Coke yeah. actually they have it calibrated to be the certain spec that a bottle of coke would taste like if you were to buy it from the store they actually have it calibrated like that yeah so that's really good stuff what was the question again do you like (laughs) i'm sorry i'm I'm like wake up wake up wake up ice or no ice ice in your beverage no ice man i want it straight up i do i know some people drink it warm and they're okay with that they don't like it cold my wife will drink warm pop I don't no, like I, it. Like, it'll sit there like do. a warm beer. It's like, oh, this is not They're good. Like, I can't no wait. No way. way. It's like, not going to fit I can't have my now. pop cold. No. I'm like, no, what? Not about it, cold. man. Yeah, I got to have white soda. Yeah. Pop them, um, boy. Did you write in shorthand again tonight, oh. Hollywood, by the way? Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> Remember when he passed me that note? He's like, why don't you read this? I'm like, yeah. I can't fucking read this because he's writing. This is um, not impossible. This is in Yiddish, man. It's fucking Yiddish. <laughs> Junk. I'm not sure if you guys watch this or not, or if you watched it. I'm sure we all know The Sopranos. Tony. The Sopranos or The Mayans? Who the fuck are the Mayans? <laughs> we know your answer. Sure. Well, yeah, I take the Sopranos. I don't even know who the Mayans are, bro. Oh, you ain't seen that the biker group? It's oh. a spinoff of uh, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. I've never even never seen heard that. of it next. Honestly, <laughs> and I never finished the Sopranos. Me neither. No. That's bad, isn't it? Yeah. Dude. I watched I never did either. I, I watched I watched a pilot episode and I was all in on this is like my next show I'm gonna watch. And then um my brother changed the password on the HBO Max and I couldn't finish it. What a dick. He didn't was, give you a new password? Do you I just, know, you know, it just got lost in the sauce. My son in law, he's giving me his Netflix password for the last two years and I told him I'd pay him five bucks a month to help him with his bill. Yeah. I haven't paid him yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, prick, yeah. Did yeah, you ever prick. see the Sons of Anarchy? <laughs> oh yeah. Great I heard it's show. really good. It's one of the best of all time. No doubt. Watch yeah, that was good. Have you I didn't guys, finish that one either. There's a new one out there, not to get off topic, but Shameless. Have you guys ever seen Shameless on Netflix? Oh, dude, I love Shameless. Oh, yeah. That guy's oh. pathetic, dude. Oh. The dad? Dude, he's fucking horrible. The drunk dude? I don't watch enough TV. I don't Fiona's know. Fiona's fire, though. Fiona's, Fiona's bad. Yeah. Fiona? Fiona Did you just start watching it? I do, I'm on season two, episode four. Bruh. Death Bandit's I want Ozark up. to come yeah. back out. I want Bro, Ozark. That shit gets good. If that you like Ozark, good. you would like Shameless. For man. real? Yeah. Sorry, really then I'll, then I'll yeah. might check that out. My he brother. likes Harry Potter too. Yeah, tell me. Hey, did we do to this or that yet? <laughs> oh my God. Do we do it? <laughs> We're on it right now. Do you want to do it now? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? How are you? <laughs> Let's yeah. ask you a few questions. All right, Hollywood, what you got next, bud? We got red wine or white wine. Which one you like? I like red wine. Neither. Ooh, I like a sweet wine. I like Moscato. Yeah. I like a dessert wine. I like sweet. I don't like dry wines. Um, yeah, dry is kind of like, eh. Eh, it's not my thing. I'm yeah. definitely about a sweet wine. That's my answer. Final answer. I'm kind of sweet like sugar. Yeah, sugar. sugar. <laughs> I'm going to say a red wine. Yeah. What do you like yeah, about I'm the red wine? I, just, I, I, just, I don't know. The red and the wine, they just... Being lights like those. does it? Is it like they look like champagne? Like champagne. champagne, champagne. Wine should be red from the grapes. The red, the red. What the is red grapes. wine? What is red wine like? Champagne. Does it put put one champagne. in the mood or what is it like? Is it something uh, like it's just my friend? Let me tell you, Hollywood is horny. They say it's good for your heart. Red oh, wine's good for the heart. <laughs> Hollywood get into his mood. It goes man. good with hummus. <laughs> it goes good with hummus. Do you like uh, the um, this or that? The uh, plastic uh, flossers or the original wood toothpick? Want <laughs> <laughs> that peg, bud? Yeah. You want, that, you want that old school stick? I'm going with the plastic flossers, bud. <laughs> All right, so plastic is tight. I'm going to admit they're the, the hybrid of what the toothpick used to be. But, man, if I, I say, you know what? My, my dad used to have a toothpick in his mouth. I used to think that was the coolest thing, dude. Yeah, it was. A lot of people. Yeah. My no, uncle Nick, God rest his soul, he always had a toothpick, man. Every time yeah. I see an old cat have a toothpick in his mouth. How about Mr. Hand? Yeah. But they don't do shit, though. I know, but not it's, like it's, it's, it's kind of like, stuff. it just signifies macho or something. It's cool, it man. Yeah. I, Hollywood, I know you're going to go with the toothpick, man. You know what we're thinking about? Hey, yo. Hey, yo. 
Yeah. Uh, what do you think, man? I like. I mean, to clean the teeth, it's got to be the plastic because that's the yeah, way to go. I mean, yeah. Because you get the, you know, you get the pick, and the, that toothpick was cool. So you yeah. keep it in your mouth. It is good look. You know. Hey, how you doing? I think. Hey, how you doing? But yeah, how you doing? I don't think the new bred of people like the new no. gen would be into that. They'd be no. like, that guy looks fucking like an idiot. Yeah. You know, so I don't think they'd be into it. Yeah. Quiet. That's all I got. All That's right. it? So I got yeah. one for you. Would you rather have free food for life or no car payment for the rest of your life? It's, it's tough because you think that car is payment. Really, I'll tell you what, About man. 300 a month, about the same as food per month, right? You know, in most cases. So Food is worth a lot. But a yeah. car is also the same. Mm. Yeah. How much are you limited? Do we have a limit on it? I mean, just based on your lifestyle. It, you know, it could be different. Are you saying so, you know, uh, shrimp? It depends crab. on what. It depends on what. It's crab, mate. Steaks. Green right slot. Albacore green wide quesadilla. Yeah. Like mine. Tarantula two. Z beryllium pasta. I'm getting free food. Yeah. I'm going with food too. I like to eat, man. Sometimes yeah. you gotta remind. I'm gonna the say car payment. The rooster. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna say no car payment because you like style and profile it, but yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Three hundred around, man. No car truck around, man. I'm saying, man, come in. I ain't got no car payment. I got low insurance, man. But I don't want to do that. That full coverage, man. I ain't say no free insurance, though, but no. But you got that full coverage, though, man. That PPO, you know, the BPPL, whatever, PP something. Are you okay? PLPD, bud. Is all right? <laughs> I'm going to take that free food. Yeah, I'm so. going free food, man, because yeah. food's worth a lot. I mean, get you got to live. I can, the sled, I ain't worried about that. I No, I'll go with the food, man. All right, so three to one. Hollywood, you on your own on that one. Uh, Just James, what do you got for this or that? Uh, would you rather only listen to one album for the rest of your life or no music at all? Ooh. One album, easy. I gotta have some kind of music in my life. It'd probably be my favorite album. Oh, Not after a while, <laughs> after a while, I might get fucking tired of that. Yeah, shit. be get tired. I'm, get tired. I, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Philly, man. I'm gonna go with. The, I gotta have music. Yeah. I don't care if I master the words, the lyrics, whatever. I gotta have that music because. What if music, it was only one song? Every time you heard. Well, music, now you it was just change song. the scenario. You just said an album. You said now, an album. You now you're going in. from one I album know, I to a song. I should have stuck that. with my guns. I was being generous. Fuck. Yeah. If it's a song, then man, that's the game changer, though. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think... like hearing that tune, like even in the background, you know, while I'm doing shit, like housework or stuff, something like that. Like yeah. I like having some shit. But you gotta play it every day. Yeah, can you imagine just? But just like Bob Marley, like Legend, the album, I could play all the time and not even fucking worry about it. Like, I couldn't it go without music in my time. life because music. I think we've talked about this in a previous episode. It's inspiration. I man. think I would get. I think I would Let's... get annoyed by it hearing the let same me, song me... over and over again. But think about when you go shopping, Kroger, Meyer, and you hear the same fucking twenty songs every time. What, what if it's attention to it? I'm looking at ass. Exactly. I'm looking at ass. You look at this literally the chicken ice cream aisle. Like damn, what the fuck else? I'd have to have music, man. Even if it's one song, though. Like, what if it was one song? Do you think you could do that? Some's better than none. Damn. 
That's true, though. Otherwise, you got your own thoughts. What about Lonnie Coo? <laughs> you got to have music, bros. All right. So, okay, I got, I'll take the song. Taking the song. B's taking a song. I'll go without it. He's going without. James, what are you doing? Oh, man. I'm probably taking this song, too. Okay, three to one. Hollywood, you going dolo again? Yeah, I'm going dolo. All right, Grandmaster B, what do you got? Round it out. Yes, sir. Okay, so here it is. Um, I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but um, this or that. Would you rather give or receive? And we're not talking sexual. <laughs> we're talking about, would you rather give to people or mm. give what you have? Or would you rather receive? Some people are givers. Some people are takers. You I'm, know. Yeah, I'm gonna go give because I feel like it gives a. It's just a. It's a better feeling. I don't know. When you give, it's like you feel great about it. Like I like. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Everybody likes to receive something once in a while. It's like okay, um, recognition. Yes. But I think when you give, and you feel good about it, and you have the. Uh, you can do it and you know it doesn't put you back by any means like right. i think it's a greater feeling i agree i mean i'm i'm a giver um i'll give you an example of that um my wife and i will do this very often if we're in a environment where there's an older couple or someone we feel that might not have what we have and we don't have a lot but we have maybe more than they do just based on what we're looking at i'll buy if we're at a restaurant i'll buy that person's dinner and that makes me feel good. I'm not looking mm. for recognition. I'm not looking for someone to go, oh, what a nice guy. What a nice couple. I just think giving to some people. Um, we left the casino yesterday. I mean, there's a lot of street peddlers out there. Mm -hmm. We had a good night at the casino. I gave the guy some money at the corner before I turned the red light to go to the expressway. Whether he was legit or not. It made me feel better right. because I'm giving back. And I think mm. sometimes that's important part that people forget about is that you need to give a little bit back to society. And it's just an important thing for me in my mind. I think it's important to pass it forward. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. agree. I'm more of a giver than I'm a taker. I don't expect nothing from nobody. Yeah, I like, uh, I like to give to, we give, know how I, I call giver. it giving back mm. and and see smiling for the back side. <laughs> I like but, uh, get you from the back. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I bought these four ladies a uh, drink the other night. Oh man, tell us a story, Hollywood, would you? Yeah, they were uh, they were elderly ladies. You know, they were they were probably maybe <laughs> close to seventy, <laughs> and they were just whoa, sitting whoa, there, whoa, and they must have seven. you know, they were just sitting there with you know talking to all four girls, you know, sitting over there. So I'm looking at him like, look at these poor ladies over here. They're just, you know, they're chilling. Yeah. They're enjoying themselves, you know. Yeah. Had your little foo-foo drinks and shit. Right. So I go, I tell the, I say, come here, baby. She's like, what's going on, Hollywood? I said, see them ladies over there? I said, tell them Hollywood's got them drinks. She went over She said, Hollywood, you request to get your drink. They're like, who? She's like, right there, that handsome man right yeah, there. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, but... And they were just so happy. Did you get yeah. the number, man? So when, <laughs> so when they were done, they were getting ready to leave, you know? I'm like, uh, they're like, Hollywood, thank you so much, honey. That's so sweet. It was That's like nice. just the the uh, doing something for somebody. And I didn't even know him. I've never even seen him before. Oh, bullshit. We got the audio from that night. <laughs> 
<laughs> but you know, they didn't have no men come in there talking to them. They didn't. They didn't. And I just sat there and I said, "Look at that." You know, they were doing their thing. You yeah. know, it was a Tuesday night. Maybe the little girls' night. You know, whatever. Yeah. But you know, some they were they were over in sixty. So that's cool. Yeah, that's cool, man. I in enjoy all doing seriousness. That. I think that's a very nice thing. to I do. I don't give a lot to them people standing out there. You know, all that shit because I look at it like this. You stand out here all day when you could be working. Mm. Okay. You you could be trying to bullshit me. You got nicer shoes on than I got. All right. Yeah, but you supporting the Jordan backpack. What you gonna do, man? Yeah. I tell him, what you gonna do? Yeah. No, that's you know? bullshit. Yeah. So you're just trying to hustle somebody. So you gotta be very careful. Now if you hold a sign and say, Hey, I'm working for beer, I'm gonna give you some money. Can't play the player. You're being original about it. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? You see it all the time. It happens all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Judge James, give her a taker. Rather give it to it, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, yeah, I'd rather give for sure. I think it's unanimous, man. Yeah. I think we're all. I think That's we're all a good, a good soul. Yeah. I think we all want to give. Yeah, for sure. I think there's some reward in that. I really do. Oh, I believe there's reward in giving back and just be humble. Yeah, you know, I mean, we're not looking for gratification. At least I'm not. Right. I mean, something that's been playing on my mind for the last couple of weeks is buying you an air fryer. I don't know why. It just it's just something in the back of my head because you're like, oh, I don't have one. And every time I go to the store, I'm looking for this air fryer to go on sale so I can buy it for you. I'm like, I'm going to go buy it for him. Well, don't do it because I got one for my birthday. Did you really? Yeah, my mom got me one. son of a bitch. Okay, so I'm glad you told me that because I was going to get that for Christmas for you. I don't have an air fryer. Fuck you, James. You're in New York. I thought you were a giver, man. Come on. You know I would give you that if you needed I know. I got the Scarface picture, man. I'm looking at it right now, and you gave that to me. I appreciate it. That's mental. That's memorabilia that I have. Head that I, I want you to be have, shaking man. one off at that picture, man. Don't be shaking one off now, man. Right. Yeah. Don't, hey, man. Don't, don't be getting crazy. Myself. You know, yeah. this Judge Jimmy guy, sometimes he looks a little excited, you know? Yeah. He, he fucking squirts a little bit, eh? <laughs> Happens a lot. Are you okay? Are you okay? No, he's not done. Are you all right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys. Well, that, that concludes it. Episode 23. We're back rolling. Two episodes back since the break. So, appreciate y'all. Love the... Uh, Judge James, tell them about what, we, what we're trying to do. All right. So if, if anybody follows us on Instagram, Fives of the Week, we would really appreciate if you – it doesn't matter if, if you're not from the U.S. even. Like if you, if you have Instagram, follow us at Fives of the Week, okay, and send in an audio question. Tell us where you're from, what your name is. You can say your first name. You can make up a name. Um, and we want you to ask us a question, like whatever you want us to touch on, maybe a subject or whatever. Uh, and we will put that on the podcast. We'll actually play your audio on the podcast and we'll weigh in on whatever topic you decide or any questions you have. And, um, we can also plug your social media as well. It'll give us a chance to connect to our listeners and, um, also touch on subjects that we don't normally talk about because maybe you guys that are listening have ideas that we don't. Uh, we would really appreciate that. Yeah, no doubt. So remember to hit us at the fives of the week podcast at gmail.com. You can also send us questions, concerns, ideas. You can send it all there. Please do. We need more of that. We need more of our fan-based interaction. Input. I think that's a very important element that we're missing. Uh, we're actually actually thinking about opening up a call line yeah. to maybe have people call in and leave us messages that we can actually play back on the air. 
maybe we can get voicemails and then we can actually have people give us ideas of what you like or what you don't like. Even if you don't like us, give us a reason why we should change some things is we're open to constructive criticism or whatever it is, because uh, if we're not getting better, we're not making our people, our listeners happier. And so that's what it's all about, man. This is not just about us. It's about you people too. hundred percent. Hollywood, any closing thoughts? I feel good about it. I feel great. I feel great. I'm feeling really good, mate. It feels good to be back. I'm going like four hours right now, but I feel great. <laughs> Boys, we're going to put episode 23 in the books, and it was a great one. I appreciate everybody's help tonight, man. It was a great, great Peace. time as usual. Yep, love y'all. Be good. I say goodbye, vamoose, adios, ciao, so long, get your hat jack. Bye-bye, lardass. Bon voyage, motherfucker. I like them French fried potatoes. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Looks like a nice little guy, actually. And we say bye-bye.